Welcome back to the experience, everybody. I'm your host, Eric Falgu. Today, my co-host is my buddy, Rayshawn Adams. And my guest today, I met him about a year ago at one of my good friends, uh, Cole's, uh, what was it, a uh, college? Uh, we call it a college experience. College experience. And uh, they were nice enough to invite me and my wife. And um, we met over there and his whole group of friends was cool. And we just vibed and we were talking about life and um, his uh, struggling with weight loss and his weight loss journey. So I'm going to just like let him give it to you straight and uh, tell you what happened. And uh, this is my buddy, Mikey Ricks. Thank you. Thank you, Eric, for having me on. This I said that time. right? Yeah. Yes, right. Mikey did. Ricks. Yes, I've been calling you Mickey, dude. Yeah. I don't know why. Does. You know, I had a preschool teacher do that for three years. Stop calling him Mickey. I never had the balls to say that. Thank you, Alyssa. I appreciate that. Oh, she sticks up for you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. And I was like, I know I call him his right name, but for some reason. I just rolls out the tongue a little bit. Mickey. So thanks for coming, bro. I know you drove a little bit over here, so thank you for doing that. How's this spelled? Huh? How's this spelled? M-I-K-E-Y. Uh-oh. But most people still get it confused. Mm. I guess because on Instagram, I always, for some reason, I thought I kept seeing a C. Most people do. Okay, yeah. So and that's it, why it I was yeah. a big deal. But when teachers do it for like three, four years, you know, you know, like you keep telling them. Well, that's weird because like when you, when I first met you at the party, you, well, whatever it's called. What, what was that? A soiree? Soiree. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. You were like, I'm Mikey. I was like, oh, cool, cool. But, there you go. But you call him yeah. man Mickey. I'm getting old, <laughs> bro. Exactly. Got so, Alzheimer's. So, <laughs> so it's up, already. Dude. All right, well, I think the biggest thing that Eric... Uh, you, you could talk a little bit away. I, 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 asked got, me I got to, it fixed. Yeah. Got the microphone I think fixed. one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about is probably my journey, uh, essentially, just to losing all the weight that I did and more or less the change of life quality that I had. Realistically, it was a crazy experience. It was a lot of derails, you know, a lot of trial and error, a lot of fuck-ups. And now I'm at the point where I've finally feel confident after you know a very long time of portraying yourself as you know you you being happy but you're going out with all these kids who are drinking and you know this skinny you know they don't really have to worry about it but you're in the back trying to watch every single decision that you make and right, right. it's a difficult thing at first and like I want to say that I'll probably give the backstory on the moment that I changed everything and it was a split second decision I know most people you know like they constantly think and they think and they think like hey I need to change. I want to change. You know, I want to lose weight. I want to gain weight. I don't feel happy with myself, but it's just about doing. And like, I feel like that's one of the main things I kind of want to get across is just doing it and fucking up repeatedly. And it sounds so cliche, but I am a true testament of it because I remember I went to college. I was a two sport athlete in high school. You know, you got athletes uh, all around you. Everybody's ripped up and you're kind of, you're athletic, but you know, you're kind of fat. You know, you was on the cheer too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like it was, it was football, baseball, and then like year round. And then you kind of, you get to college and you think that all that athleticism and all that working out you did is going to hold up. Right. And it's just going to stay, but it does not. And so like the biggest thing I learned was I went to college. And the summer after high school, I had a really good, like, summer, and, like, I was feeling good, and then I got to college, and you get all caught up in classes and trying to figure out college and, you know, like, figure out kind of what you want to do, who you right, are, right. and all this type of shit. So I'll never forget it. I go through my first semester of college. I go in at, like, 2.30, and you get caught up in this goddamn cafeteria with this unlimited food. Damn. It's so ridiculous. Like, you can walk in and have a bowl of 
catfish, spaghetti and meatballs, a taco, cereal, ice cream, and walk out. And because like you're a broke college kid, so like right. any chance you get to eat on like the school's penny, like it's there. And right. it's like especially me having a big ass appetite that I did. Right. I was like I was in there, you know, just scarfing shit, down, just <laughs> hoping I wasn't hungry like the next morning. How right. big How big were you like when you started the journey? So that's when I right after that first semester, I'll never forget. I went to an academy in Harahan. And it was right after Christmas break, New Year's, all that type of stuff. And I went to Academy and I tried on a pair of XL joggers. And I was like, why is this shit so tight? Damn. Like, I was, I'm in the Academy dressing room, like, looking at myself. I'm like, there ain't no way. So I go get the double XL. My grandma was waiting outside. She's like, what, what you doing? I'm like, I'm changing. You know, like, I'm trying, I'm freaking out in my head. I'm like, dude, there's no way. Right. It's like my dad, he's always been kind of bigger. And he's like double XL in pants and shirts. And I was like, bro, I'm like 18. Like, there ain't no way. Right. So I go put the double X on and that fit me. And I'll never forget, I was in the Academy Sports and Outdoors on Jefferson Highway in the second dressing room for five minutes. I pulled my shirt up and stared at myself. That's where we saw that, that yeah, first yeah, picture yeah, I yeah, sent yeah, you. Yeah, that photo. I'll never forget. I remember it so vividly. I stared at myself for about five minutes, like analyzing up and down every single inch. And I'll never forget that moment because in that moment, I was like, bro, you, you're going to die. Like, I, that was the first time I read that thought. I was like, bro, you're going to die. And how old were you? I was 18. 18. And so, like, you know, after four years of being told, you know, like, eat as much as you can, football and sports right, and all that right. type of shit, you yeah. know, you just get in the habit of it. Like, it becomes second nature. Like, you want to eat everything in front of you. So, in that moment, I, the picture I showed you, I'm standing there for five minutes, and finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this picture today. It's the last time I'm ever going to look like this my whole life. And I, I promised myself, I said, dude, if you don't do this, you're going to die at, like, 30. Right. Because you, you it's going to keep getting worse. You're going to be 350, unhealthy, unhappy. Like, And realistically, like, that was one of the things I wanted to bring up was the conversation for anyone who's watching or listening. Like, you got to have this shitty conversation with yourself at some point. I looked at myself and I told myself, you know, like, realistically, like, you look like a little bitch right now. You know, you're unhappy, you're depressed, you're overweight. All your friends are out there living. And like every time you're out, like you're having fun, but you're not really confident. So like how much fun can that fun really be? Right. And so after that, I told myself about the military diet we talked earlier about. In a college dorm, you got access to that cafeteria. I told myself I was never going to the cafeteria again. There was like no healthy food in there. Oh, hell no. Like whatever they cook, it's got grease and oil to make it last. And it's trying to feed you know, 10,000 kids in a day. So, like, it's it's just all types of crazy stuff. You can't track it. Like, I know that we right, do. Right, right, right. And so, I told myself, I was like, all right, look, you're going to take whatever money you need to. I'm going to go get you some, I'm going to go get myself some meal prep company. And then I'm going to just kind of stick with this diet and see where it goes. So, the first six weeks, I bought myself a workout plan. Like, I knew how to lift. I didn't really necessarily know how to bodybuild. Right. So, I was just, like, athletic training for years. right. right. And I didn't make difference. I definitely did not know how to diet. I had never dieted before. It was always, hey, eat whatever you can, get as many calories as your body, build as much muscle as you can. For me, it was fat because right. I was eating a bunch of bullshit in high school, like right. chicken, cheese, it, nachos and shit. It's a 80% diet, 20% training. Oh, always. And so like one of the first things I noticed was I went back to school and I remember, I'll never forget, it was January 16th. I bought the plan. And I went to the grocery. I dropped like $109 at the grocery, bought every piece of imaginary healthy food. I actually looked up, like I told you, that Walmart right, healthy right. food list. I, I just learned something new today. I was yeah. like, what the hell is that? I looked up Walmart healthy food list and I bought every single goddamn thing on there. And I went back home and I was like, all right, I'm in a dorm. 
how the f- do I cook this shit? Right. You know, right like right, I'm sitting right. there like, what? Yeah, like how is it in the dorm? Y'all got like a uh, microwave? Dude, it's or? horrible, bro. Like you get a microwave in your room and then they got this like community kitchen with Damn. like nothing. It's just a stove. So, so like you got to bring the pans and shit to the- So it's like designed <laughs> to get you fat. No, like it's little, It's built for it. So like, and plus the more you eat, obviously the more you want to go back to eat because like they have good taste in food, but like it's food for a kid who's 120 pounds and you know, like right. don't, don't matter what he right, eats. Right. And so like- I went from 2.30 to, like, 2.64 in the first semester. And I'll never forget that feeling. And, like, when I got back to the second semester, we were actually going to EDC that May. And I told myself, you will drop at least 30 pounds by May. That was just a goal. Like, I knew I wasn't going to look like how I wanted to. Just to get back to to how you looked. Just to get back to how it was originally. (laughs) So I was like, bro, at least get back to, like, your equilibrium. So I get back to fighting weight. At least comfortable. Fighting weight. And so, like, I get back to school. And as I'm sitting there, I remember I tell myself, you know, I'm researching left and right, you know, like quickest ways to lose fat. Cause you're in college, you know, you want to go out and have fun. You want to, how many months you had to ADC? Shit. Four. Ooh, yeah. That's hard. Four months. That's a hard prep. Bro. So, you know, you're looking at, you're looking at like a bodybuilder yeah, yeah. pro type yeah. prep for right. a festival. You'd, you'd have to go on like a hardcore cut and you'd have to really, uh, you'd be doing cardio seven days a week, well, look, possibly twice a day. This is what it got into. That's just the cardio. I told myself, I looked up, I found this magical thing called fasted cardio. And you know, to a fat kid who's trying to lose weight as quick as you can and you read. Especially when we wake up in the morning, we're not even hungry. Exactly. Like, so like, I'm, I wake up and for the next six weeks, I remember I bought this bodybuilding plan and I followed the diet to the T I was making fucking egg whites in a microwave in a in a uh, measuring cup for six weeks in the morning yeah. just to stay out of the fucking cafeteria. So, like, I was so strict on myself and so disciplined. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I fuck up all yeah, that's the time. De- I mean, that's dedication, though, dude. Most people won't even do that. But, dude, right. I knew for those first six weeks, I knew if I didn't do that, my life was going to be going down the drain. Right. So, like, those six weeks was all or nothing pretty much for me. So, I got up every morning. I would go run on the treadmill and like I was so ass at endurance. It was so bad, bro. Cause like I used to sprint a lot, especially right. in like sports. So like I get on the treadmill the first day and it's kind of like the David Goggins story, you know, when he gets up and runs quarter mile. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. got up and I ran like 0.65. My heart rate's at like 290. It was bad. So like we I had a treadmill right down my uh, hallway. So I would get up and go to the treadmill and like the first day was horrible. Second day was horrible. And you know, you just kind of kind of tell yourself, like, all right, you where you're at now. You know where you need to be. You got to figure all the shit out in between. Right. And that's what everybody tries to run from. And like the biggest thing that I've realized over those first six weeks was now I'm getting up, I'm running. And every single time I would finish a run, I would tell myself, dude, you probably knocked out more shit than most people would do in a day. Right. For themselves. 100%. And so obviously that's a confidence builder. You know, that's a, that's a demeanor builder. So, you know, you was waking up to do that. Shit, like probably seven, seven thirty. Yeah, dude. And so, you know, I finished running by eight, eight thirty and I'm like. You know, people are waking up from getting fucking trash last night. People you still, out here running. Yeah, you out right. there. People are uh, having dreams while you out there living. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, like, one thing I realized over the six weeks was, like, dude, you, you keep this shit up. All that Instagram motivation shit you see, like, if you really put your foot into it and you realize that people aren't selling a fucking pipe dream to you and it really is mm-hmm. just baby step, step by step, consistency, that's when I started to really get confident was those, I had, I, I looked by no means skinny. I had not lost a lot of fat, but my brain was on a whole nother level, level. whole nother level Leveled of confidence. Up, dude. Mm-hmm. And so like those six weeks went through, I dropped 18 pounds. I went down to like 242, 243. 
And I said, okay, I got like eight more weeks till EDC. Right. And so for those of you who don't know EDC, it's Electric Daisy Carnival. It's the greatest festival on the planet. Coming soon, coming soon. Coming soon. And it's incredible. And it's in Vegas. And there's like 400,000 people. And you want to look the best possible. <laughs> Always. It's a festival. Basically, everybody's walking around. Having it's like a spring break. You it's know. insane. So they have it all let me world. ask you, though. Were, were you doing all this by yourself? Oh, completely by myself. And that was another hardest part. So I went to UL my first year. Because my brother had gone to LSU. And, you know, like I kind of want. I had been up to LSU so many times when I was younger. Like 15, 16. And. I kind of saw what it was at the time going out to the playgrounds. It just seemed like so crazy. And like, I felt like I knew everyone who was going and like, I was always kind of ventured out on the idea of like meeting new people and kind of, you know, venturing out on another way. Cause like everyone that's still there is always going to be there. So I went to UL, none of my real, like Cole, Peter, a bunch of my, my stepbrothers and my best friends, they all went to LSU. And like, when I was there, I told them, I said, dude, honestly, if I think if I would have been at LSU, I don't think I would have did what I did. Because you would have been so comfortable. You got all these group of friends who don't really have to do what you do. Right. So, like, doing it by myself was probably the fucking hardest part, no doubt. So I mean, you, dude, So, you did it at a totally different school. Oh, completely different. Oh, nice. I mean, dude, like, I, I was going up to LSU all the time in the fall for all those football games and all that stuff. Right. And then the spring came around, then I went one time. Because I was so, I knew if I went diet, drinking, all that shit was going to go bad. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it was just... So you were, like, bailing on everybody. I was kind of betting my... I was kind of betting on myself. Right, but you were, like, bailing on people, too. Oh, they probably yeah. Like, oh, come like on, Mikey, he, come he on. Had to, yeah, like, had, you to, had to, dude. Like, that's a... It's a sacrifice. You it was a make. huge... Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I ever really got around to telling people, like, no for myself rather than just, like, saying no in general. It was more like, no, bro, like, I really have to do what I need to do right, right, right now. Like, I want to really bad, but I have to do it yeah. this route. Because not everybody's got the same, you know, right. genetics. Right, because mm -mm. the one thing that I realized was if I keep going out there and keep doing what I'm doing, like, you know, like, you, at LSU, you, you go out and you drink at Tigerland and you go get some 3 a.m. food and everyone who doesn't have to worry about what I'm worrying about doesn't care. They wake up, do the same thing. Right, right. They, they wake up shredded. Exactly, it don't matter. But for me, that sets me back two weeks of progress doing big, that for two, time, three days, right? So, those next eight weeks come by and I'm kind of, I'm feeling myself losing weight, losing weight. And I only weighed myself once a week because I knew if I got on a scale every day, demoralized me completely. And like, just, just for me personally, because my weight would fluctuate seven to eight pounds on a scale a day. Yes. Yeah, so like if I ate a late meal, I'd wake up in the morning four pounds heavier than like what I was yesterday morning. It was just like, yeah, kind of fucking fuck my head shit. a little psychological. So I was like, you You're know like, what, dude? Whoa, whoa. I, yeah. Doing all this fucking work for exactly, nothing. Exactly, <laughs> bro. I'm like, dude, you tell me a fucking three slices of pizza put me up eight pounds. Yep. And like yep, when you're 100%. young, you know, I'm 18. I don't really know anything about it. Don't have a coach or anything. Like it all just kind of goes mental. Right. And like, that's probably the biggest change I had was realizing that Every little choice I was making was either putting, and this was like a whole philosophical realization of mine was one day, a bunch of my friends were going to this restaurant, went to the restaurant, and they were all ordering, you know, like all this crazy shit like nachos and beer and chicken fingers and all that stuff. And I just, I told them like, I really don't want to eat. I know I got a meal back home, like I'm awake, and then, you know, they're all like fucking with me. They're right. like, dude, come on, bro. Like we're celebrating this That's kid's that birthday. that pressure shit, man. And I, I told myself, I was like, so this is what it feels like. Taking yeah. either one step forward or like four steps back. And after that day, that was in like mid-April of 2019. That was when I told myself, you got to level it up a little bit. Because now you're really getting to the point where you're making every single correct, or at least the most correct decisions a lot. Right. So I get to EDC, we go, I'm like 220. 
And I think when I got back from EDC, another thing that I was telling myself was, okay, you got this far. You're 42 pounds down. I went from 262 to 220. How'd you feel? Oh, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Like, I think one of the... You look you good walk, and shit. You walk around. Dude, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That was the that was the first time in probably about two three years where I really felt like cool with my shirt off. Like I felt yes, fine. Yeah. And like obviously I ain't a goddamn shredded king, but like right. when when I felt confident enough in myself, I could really give a shit what anyone else was thinking because like the people who were around me and I cared about they knew what I used to look like right and when you got your and close, you knew too like, yeah, like I knew what the fuck yeah. I used to look like and like my <laughs> close friends like my homies and my that's when it really hit you like what you're like I'm about to turn this what? bitch all the way up yeah bro so like I got I got my friend like you know how hard it is to get a compliment sometimes from your close friends like they always fuck yeah. with you and they, they give you the, the shitty part of it and they started telling me like dude like you look good you know keep doing what you're doing. That was when I was like, bro, this is like life changing. Yeah. Cause I had never experienced something like this before. Right. I always right. felt like I was a fat kid. I always felt like I was a kid eating off other people's plate when they finished. And like now, now, now that I'm at where I'm at and I've had the journey that I've had now, I can be completely open of it. Like three years ago, I would never tell people that, you know, I felt the way I felt. Right. And that's one of the biggest things I wanted to talk about is like, if you're looking to lose, weight simply for the idea of looking better you got no idea what else comes with it i mean dude it it goes from mental yes mental uh improvements clarity you feel happier you feel like you can talk uh without like hiding yourself like i don't know if did you used to be bigger yeah, yeah bro my whole life that's what yes. I, yeah i, I had, titty, I had titties i yeah, had gynecomastia yeah, yeah, yeah. so dude like I used to sit at the fucking bitch, bitch tits. I used to sit at the fucking pool and you know when all these skinny motherfuckers get out the pool they're all sitting there you know like bent back their stomachs are showing I'm sitting there like with my arms crossed sitting like this Yeah. and I used to tell my sister who's like looking at me the way I am <laughs> and then when I really started getting down into like the lower 215s I realized that everybody's just focused on themselves you think that every everybody. single fucking person is looking at you and be like oh my god he's so big or she's so big like Bro, everyone's got their own fucking problems. They're not problems. even worried about you. They ain't even look got at their own you. fucking no. problems. I asked one of my friends, I said, dude, did you ever think I was, like, super fatty? He was like, I mean, dude, like, I knew you were bigger, but, like, I never gave a fuck. Like, I'm trying to lose weight myself. And I'm like, damn. So, like. But that's how you, you were judging yourself. Oh, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you look in the mirror and say, this is not how I want to yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's, that's how you perceive you know yourself. Saying? Judging yeah. yourself is, it can be fucking gold. You thought everybody thought you looked it fat. It can be absolute gold for yourself or it can and absolutely And that's what it was you. for you. Yeah. It no, was big gold. Because, like, gold. you can either think that right, everybody's judging too. me mm-hmm. and, you know, they're kind of thinking that I'm, I'm look this way. So a lot of, I feel like a lot of people want to lose fat for the perception of other people. And when you get, like, I know I did at first. You know, like, I wanted to look better, but I wanted yes. to feel better around other people. Right. As you get lower and deeper and, and you know, healthier and more confident and happy, you start to give a single fuck yes. about what everyone else is thinking. Because yes. then I'm, I'm walking around like, look, I've probably done harder shit than y'all have or ever will in your whole life. Right. Because, like, I know kids who will never have to deal with it. And, like, if you're watching or listening and you have, you know, a journey to go... The first thing you're going to do is probably tell yourself, all right, say, say you're 220 and I want to be 180. You're looking at 180 like it's fucking six years away and it's 100,000 miles on broken glass because right. it looks fucking forever. Right. The minute you put your head down and really just 
Do it. Like, and just fucking do it. I mean, dude, the trial and error of it is what makes you look back at it and kind of think, bro, like, I'm hard as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, dude, when I'm, I'm, my, look, own, I'm my own David like, Goggins. Like, no, dude, like, dude. You be I'm, looking in the mirror like, I'm that nigga. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. Like, <laughs> so when I was... I watched David Goggins uh, of oh, Fuck yeah. Done yeah, of course. all the time. I used to, dude, when I was running. He made me, he made, he made me want to get my ass out of Let me tell you, when I was running, I used to look up David Goggins' motivation mix on SoundCloud. It's 32 minutes long. <laughs> I used to put that bitch on, and this dude just in my ear, don't be a fucking pussy today, you little fucking bitch. I'm, I'm sitting there like, that nigga talking oh, to me. God yeah. damn. He talking oh, to God me. God damn. Okay. I, was like, oh. I, I, was, I was telling myself that. I was telling myself that. Yeah, bro. So like, I figured that when I got down to that point, you know, I would feel better and I'd feel more comfortable about the people around me. And then when I, I remember when I first hit 195 uh, this past August, because that was a goal in my mind for so long. I mean, 65 pounds, you see people losing 65 pounds over like five years. Right. And I'm sitting over here like, dude, oh, this is going to take me forever. It just. What was the time scale on that? Like you said, you lost the first forty. It took you like I lost uh, the first forty in four months. The next twenty five over two years. Right. Whoa. See, it's it's a journey. It's a journey, bro. Yeah. And so, like, one thing I I don't think that people necessarily understand is that that first, you know, whether it be ten, twenty, thirty, and forty in my extreme case, I guess you could say that'll melt off you. That's all shit that you ate in excess and it's grease and fat. The last bit where you really want to get to. I call it the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Because, like, that's the stuff that your body kind of wants to hold on to. Yeah. All the other shit, your body's like, yeah, get that, get that fucking nasty ass shit out of here. Your your body wants to go back to homeostasis. Like there's a certain, you know, every body type has a different, like it wants to stay a certain way. Exactly. So, like, if I'm, you know, if I'm calorie deficit for... 90% 90% of four or five months, at some point, my body is going to tell me, bro. Chill the fuck like, out. Like, chill the fuck out, man. Like, right. we're not getting shit. And, like, was that's it? when your body will hold on to everything that you don't really want it to hold on. Mm-hmm. But, like, with your diet, were you eating, like, high calories, still losing weight? Or were you, like, cutting it, like, to the extreme? Eric, I'm going to lie to you. I was cutting, like, a motherfucker. I was eating, like, twelve to 1,400 calories a day, which, <sighs> PSA, is horrible for you. Right, right. I just knew that if I didn't do this now... My undisciplined ass at the time was never going to do it. So I told myself, and, you know, I was listening to David Goggins. I was just thinking, bro, struggle as much as you possibly. Like, I was throwing myself in the struggle. Who the fuck wants to wake up at 7 a.m. and run three miles? Nobody. 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 Who the fuck wants to, go, like, work out for two and a half hours and then go run for 25 bro, minutes? And, you know, like. I used to, I used to wake up at 3 a.m. because uh, I was following this guy, Corey Gregory, that owns Muscle Farm. Yeah. And he called it the 4 a.m. crew. Yeah, dude. dude. I used to wake up at like 3, 3.15 and drive all the way to the gym at 4 a.m. And you could ask Tyler. I brought his ass, too. And uh, basically, like you said earlier, most people are fucking dreaming. And, like, you're sitting there trying to leave live yours. Like, yeah. you know, so when the sun comes up, you're already done. Yep. And you done tackled. Like, that was the hardest part of your day. The hardest part. But that's why I asked you, uh, like, did you do it by yourself? Because I always find it better. Like, if you can find somebody who has that same mentality. Oh, 1,000%. It's, it, you know, like, I got to lean on you and you lean on me. Like, fuck, I'm well, going to do hard it, to find but I'm not letting him out. down. There's, you know there's a saying? lot of us out there, but it's hard to find 
us at that right time. Like, Dude. like I didn't have a Mickey. I mean, a Mikey. Right. <laughs> See, y'all call him fucking Mickey. Mickey. That's what Gaga was calling him in the headphones. <laughs> yeah. Come, Come on, on, Mickey. No, but you I didn't. I didn't pussy have, Mickey. I, I didn't like Mickey. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, there were, there were there were no Mikeys. It was like I was solo dolo the whole time, dude. No, dude. And that was so, like before working out was cool or fucking. Like, but I think know, it's better dogs. that way. Like when you when oh, you yeah, finally yeah. get to work well, out feel, by yourself. Yeah, you feel like, like you feel like uh, Rocky, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like I was in there every day preparing for battle. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, especially if you got a mirror. Yeah, oh, yeah, I had a bunch <laughs> of them. Oh, they like one thing that I realized when I was doing it solo was that no one around me, like no one. Well, you realize how dedicated you are and that's, how people aren't. That's one like, thing you start that looking I started at to different. feel because, you know, like I see all the kids in the gym. They got these gym partners and, you know, you kind of I, I won't say jealousy, but you kind of like, damn, bro. Like, I wish I had someone in here fucking like pushing me for one right. or two extra reps and telling me like, hey, get the fuck up there. But it's just you versus yourself every single time. And like, and you got to be that. But you end up looking better than him. You got to be that. That's the thing. That's why I felt like I was going like crazy because I was having conversations with my head Mm. in my own head, like sitting on a bench in the middle of all these people, you know, like like they get endorphins. You got people like laughing and joking in the gym. I'm fucking zeroed in on like somebody's left shoelace, like just staring like, dude, you either do this, you little bitch. And like, when I got to that point, you need to tie that shoe too. Yeah, but I had to stop going with people because I would be sitting there and they'd be talking and yeah, don't dude. go through their reps. That's it's like, no, saying. I can't do that. I, I don't want to do I'm that. I'm on a time schedule. You yeah, got to, you got to move the fuck out the way. It's, it's hard <laughs> training with multiple partners. Yes, one partner. Yeah, two. Especially partners. somebody who's just there to be there. Like, no, you gotta, you gotta get the fuck. Mm-mm. I think that when I, I realized I wasn't gonna have anyone else, anyone else who was trying to do what I was trying to do. I think that was what I really realized. That was a huge pill to swallow. Mm -hmm. Because I always thought, like, you know, there's got to be someone who's somewhat as dedicated or someone at least (coughs) wants it as bad. And I would reach out to my friends, and they'd be like, yeah, bro, I'm trying to get back in the gym. And then they'd go out four or five nights in a row and, you know, they never make it. And, like, don't get me wrong. I've done all that shit. But I know how to get myself back on track. Well, you, you, there's talkers and doers. You're you're a doer. Exactly. Like, no matter who I called or who I asked to, to, kind of hop on this journey with me because i was like like huge psa you're gonna feel like shit a lot when you try and lose weight you're not gonna want to go to the gym you're not gonna want to eat fucking chicken and green beans for dinner when someone's got a goddamn pizza next to you you're not gonna want to you know order water at a bar when everyone else is drinking tequila sours and drinking five thousand calories a night and all this shit like and that's another point is the hard pills to swallow is one of the things that I've always wanted to talk about. But none of my friends have had the journey that I've had. They've mm-hmm. all been skinny or ripped up or shredded their whole life. They never right. had to worry about it. Just real good genetics. Exactly. And so, like, the hardest pill to swallow about fat loss is just the first conversation. No one wants to have the conversation. Everyone wants to tell themselves, oh, like, you know, you got the the people who always talk about, you know, feeling comfortable in your skin and, like, loving yourself. Well, that works for some and it works for not everybody. Like right. I know myself, I told my, I hated the way I looked and I hated the way I felt. I was like, bro, if you, I'm fucking changing this. Like you got people who, you know, feel comfortable and like, that's incredible. I wish I did, but I did not. And that, I applaud that shit. Dude, like, that you dro- confident in oh, that? I'd be like, it drove, yeah. it drove the absolute. It's fuck like less worry. Myself. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't, you don't stress. Right. Exactly. And that took me shit three years now to get to, to where now, like, like, dude, I, I remember there was times where I used to take off my shirt on a group of people and just felt like everyone was like, you know, just staring. And at, like, 
that's another hard pill to swallow is realizing that you're really the only person who's fucking yourself up. You are the only person who's telling yourself, oh, you look like shit. Oh, you, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. Like, you're not, you're not getting all of it done. I'm going to tell you what the fuck I used to do. I used to fucking suck in a lot. I used oh, to bro. Oh, yeah. sucking hey, in, bro. All every fucking day. day. Every day. All day. I go out to the to pool. Like, I'm in there like, you be pulling your shirt like this, oh, like, yeah. like oh, you gotta dude. take a shit, son. Look, let me on? tell you, hey, <laughs> Eric, cool, you already know you sit down. Oh, that was the worst though. Pump. When they told me I had titties, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, titties. It, yeah, bro, I hate and I hate getting pinched on the titty. Oh yeah, like, bro, uh, don't touch. Like my wife touched my nipple. Mm. I'm like, uh-uh, uh, don't touch. Look, this shit got sensitive background. Yeah, man, fuck that. Yeah, bro, can't even lick my titty. Yeah, yeah, I'm great. I'm that great. be doing? My wife's like, "What was wrong?" I'm like, "Don't touch, don't it. do that, don't, don't like do that. that." She's like, "Really? Mm-hmm. Everybody likes that." I said, "Nah, nah not me. That when you was fat, yeah. when you was a fat boy, uh-huh. no, don't do me that." And like, I think that, like one of the, one of the main things that I realized was people were trying to fucking run from everything that they like. As I started to get down, and like y'all probably know the same exact feeling. Like as you start to get down, you start to really see what people are running from, and like the excuses they're making to not face whatever the fuck they got going on. Well, most yes. people aren't happy with themselves, exactly. Right? And like, so, like, and the way they look, exactly. Like, and so, when you're not when you're not facing it, I mean, dude, you're just cramming it. Down. It's like throwing a fucking paper in your back corner and waiting until the paper's fucking eight feet tall to really look at, it. and then you shit a brick and you really don't want to deal with it. And yeah. then usually by then you're so fucking fat you're that so you can't do anything. You don't and you're do like, uh, yeah, a lot of people. And, and that uh, goes with life too. It's like, yeah, you know, it's the same as losing weight. It's like that's why I always tell people like, uh, like, all right, I'm running this brand, but I want my shit to be. As equal as my body, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I want that shit to be go hand in hand, basically. Like I won't have that same mentality. Correct. But yeah, that's how you gotta approach it. Mm-hmm. It's just like as I'm losing weight and as I'm getting down to a point where I'm I'm really starting to feel like uh, there's I don't know if y'all have experienced this, but there was kind of an equilibrium or like a kind of like a tipping point where I felt like I had just gotten over the absolute hardest hump. And I was getting down below 200. I fought between 201 pounds and 211 pounds for a year and a half. It was so ridiculous. And like, honestly, to the outside, it probably looks like, oh, well, you could have just focused in for two months. But it takes like it. I started to get a little comfortable with myself. You know, yep. I'm, I'm down yep. there yep. and I'm yep. thinking like, all right, dude, I'm you know, looking good. I'm looking fine. Like I can, I, I can eat, start the party now. I, I can eat this burger and, and go work calling out. my name yeah, in the cafeteria. Bro. Exactly. So like I'm starting <laughs> you to reward think. yourself and do you start rewarding yourself a little too much? Mm-hmm. That was the problem. I would get down to 202, 201. Hit a candy two, two, three weeks later, I'm back at 208, 209. I'm like, all right, focus back. It's like it was telling the biggest point was no consistency. It well, was too you, crazy, too little. Well, too you, crazy, well, too you little. needed to learn balance because you was trying to live your life as a as a college kid and like right. try to not look like uh, you're yeah. about to have a heart and attack. And I think and that's crazy too because you got to get to a point to where you're comfortable saying no to yeah. all the outside influence. Well, most people aren't going to understand. Like when I started bodybuilding, like, I mean, dude, I would bring my meals with me everywhere and they're like, bro, bro come dude, eat here, come eat there. Yeah, that. and they're just like, bro, you crazy. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, That's and it's it kind of like you 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 lose friends, not losing, but <laughs> they, you kind of put them to the they side. Kinda, they're like, dude, this dude don't want to fucking drink all night with me and wants but to you, eat a fucking. You know what? I, you know what I learned about all that is that they wish they could be you. They wish. Yeah. They always they wish, wish they could do that. Look, Most people I, can't. I noticed do shit. that the that was a, a huge thing. Was I realized that anyone who's real, 
I guess you could say insulting or more or less like whether it be like a tone, like a level of disrespect or they're kind of disrespecting you, making it as a joke. Yeah. They all just probably wish they had the discipline that yes, you're doing what you're doing. Definitely. Because like, I mean, 100%. dude, like one quote that I heard that was still sticks with me. You're never going to hear shit from someone who's doing better than you. I've never heard shit from someone who's super fit and super disciplined. They right. actually pumping you up. They will literally always come up and be like, dude, you look great, man. Like, yeah. dude, yeah, you work your ass off. It's always the kids who are less disciplined, less focused, and less, you know, just driven mentally who are always kind of be like, dude, you don't need all that. Well, that's and, because and they're yeah. telling you that they can't do that. They can't do so it. You so they don't do want it. you, you to shouldn't do it, do it either. No, exactly. no. Mikey, I can't do come it. Come on, Mikey. Hey, don't don't get skinny, bro. The George yeah, Peterson shit. Once yeah. you clean your room, a motherfucker will be like, this motherfucker think he better than us. Exactly. Mm-mm. Yeah, bitch, I wash my socks. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> dude, look, I worked at a fucking bar in Lafayette for... Two and a half months. I brought a meal. It was chicken and green beans. I worked from 9 to 4 a.m. I brought a meal from... Should have brought two meals. I brought... I know, I should have. Goddamn. Two meals and a protein shake. I brought... uh, I did bring a protein shake. I had to keep it in the bar fridge. They got Corona's, Miller's, and my protein shake sitting in the fucking bar. So, like, I'm sitting up there. I'm working the door, and I have chicken and green beans. Dude, I'm eating chicken and green beans. I shit you not, as I'm checking people's IDs, I have the meal in one hand. And I'm checking IDs and other one like this. And I'm like eating in between as the people are coming in. That's what it takes, bro. And dude, the manager comes up to me and goes, bro, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, man, look, like, I got to get down to 215, bro. And he's just like, dude, put the fucking meal away. So I, I go scarf it in the corner. And I come back up to the door. And at that point, I was like, bro, am I doing too much? Right. And then, and then I, as I realized, I was like, honestly, like, I kind of I think it's kind of fun, yeah. you know, like taking my fucking meals and shit everywhere. Like people are gonna say whatever. Well, fuck it they shows want. it shows discipline, bro. Of course yeah. And then you surprise yourself. You're like, damn, I didn't know I was capable of doing, doing exactly, this. Exactly, yes. bro. Like people hate fucking discipline, especially mm-hmm. when they're not disciplined. You know, like if you you know if you get up every day and you make your fucking bed and you go take a shower and you brush your teeth and you do the little the little bitty things that kind of take care of yourself and you got someone who doesn't who maybe lives like right next to you or comes over into your house all the time. Bro, they're constantly gonna tell you something about your room. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, they they'll pick and point little things about your room and be like, oh, dude, you got a fucking sock on the floor. Thought you cleaned your room every day. And it's like, I feel like I love every single one of my friends, and I love them to death. They've never had to go through what I went through, no. and I, that's not their fault. It's completely my fault. I forever own. And that. it's not your fault. Well, no, dude, sometimes that's, it's that's genetics, genetics, bro. Right. That's that's genetics. You, didn't, you didn't like choose. But there's things born. now, like like there's days now, especially especially I'm Baton Rouge, where like I'll get up, and I have to cook for myself, and I have to do all these things, and like like my a bunch of my roommates, they like to you know buy food a lot. They're all pretty shredded up and ripped, and like they always look incredible no matter what the fuck they eat or drink, and it's God damn, I wish. They die during right. the week and eat yeah, exactly. uh, shit on the weekends. Yeah, shit on the weekends. And, like, it, it doesn't affect them. But for me, you know, like it's it, like you said, doing it by yourself is waking up, you're cooking eggs, and then you go, you know, you lift, you go to class, you go to work, you find time. For, and, like, my days now are getting so fucking long. I mean, like, if I don't wake up by 7, 8 o'clock, like, realistically, I am in a rush the rest of my day. And that's just in college, obviously, with class. And, like, it's it's real difficult. I don't know necessarily how it is outside of college because I never... And how old had, are you? I'm 21. Man, I just realized, like, how fast time, you know, fast time goes. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And you realizing yeah. that, like, right now. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous, dude. I mean, 
Last Sean's just getting the hang of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, last summer, I remember it was like last August or September. Uh, no, November. I went to uh, Utah by myself, and yeah, I saw that look tight. Yeah, it was it was really cool, and uh, there's a lot of weird people out there. Yeah, I thought you was with like a bunch of people. You no, took some fire me. ass let's, pictures. Let's, let's yeah, say you different. took some dope pictures. Say different people. Yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of different I mean, people. Different people. I like weird. People. I didn't. I didn't mean weird in a bad no, way. No, I know, but. The people who I was having conversations with certainly put me on to some new things I had never heard about. That's what's up. Yeah, because it it's like a different world. Oh, it was cool. I mean, the bartender, especially the, I went to this little bar out in Utah and like, they, they, this guy was talking about shit I had never even heard before. And I was just sitting there like trying to tell him like, you know, like I'm listening to you, but I really don't know what the fuck he's saying. Right. <laughs> and like, it, it was cool. But like, when I went back in November, you know, the other, like, shit, probably like two, three days ago, I looked at my pictures from it. I'm like, man, that was five fucking months ago. And so now I'm starting to catch the, the hang of, I guess you could say time in general. Cause like one thing my dad and especially my stepmom always tell me is like, dude, look, you got no fucking idea how fast this shit's going to go. And now I'm sitting there thinking, I just turned 21 last September. It's now March of 2022. I turned 22 in six months. Like, I don't remember half the shit that happened. <laughs> Bro, I felt like I was 22 yesterday. Exactly. Well, that's... But I'm not. <laughs> look, that's that's another thing is, like, I realized that... Time as, waits for no man. As it's, as it's moving, like, man, I only got so much time to really get to where I want to be at. And especially, like, the first priority is definitely with my, I guess you could say, physical fitness or just health overall. Like, I realized that, dude, if I don't, like... You know those days where you tell yourself, you're like, oh, man, like, I really don't. I can't. I'm not going to do this today, but I'll do double tomorrow. And then you, own, right. you end up not doing double tomorrow. Right. Yes. Yes. Those days add up. Yeah. And if you do that 30 times over two months, yeah. then you only got a month's worth of work in two months. I was like, dude, like, how can I get myself up and get, I used to tell myself, get motivated. Yes. Then I realized yes. motivation was absolute bullshit to me. It was always like. You feel motivated on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then completely unmotivated Thursday through Sunday. Then I realized the only thing that's going to help you is just focus and discipline. And, like, that's another hard thing for people to swallow is realizing that the only way that you can get from point A to point B is just you focusing every single day. Nobody wants to focus. Focus is tiring. Yes. It's hard. It's difficult. Discipline is tiring. You know, like thinking about what you're eating, the number, crunching numbers of what you're eating is horrible sometimes. Like sometimes you feel real good about it, and then sometimes you're like, dude, I don't want to. But you was like counting your macros or something? Oh, yeah, dude. Shout out my fitness pal. There you go. The free version, of course. But, um, but that's why I think they tell you to like make it like you be disciplined at first, but then it becomes like second nature. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? That, that was kind of what I had to get to was I had, I realized, you know, as I started researching and watching video, I really got immersed in, like you said, like Jordan Peterson. I got immersed in Jordan Peterson and I really got immersed in C.T. Fletcher. Do y'all know who C.T. Yeah, Fletcher yeah, is? Oh, yeah. Dude, let me tell you, whenever I didn't feel motivated, I was just search up C.T. Fletcher and this this dude's in his gym yelling he's talking about uh, he's like you ain't dieting for fucking taste you know you're dieting to look like a bad motherfucker and I just kind of adopted that like I went from wanting to look good to wanting to look like a bad motherfucker yeah like constantly and I think that was a that was a huge mindset I mean 
Y'all kind of look like that. Well, I mean, you know, that's the same thing. That's what I tell people. Like, you know, when you're on a diet, it's not for pleasure. It's to just nourish your body to do what you got to do, and that's it. When you have a cheat meal or whatever, that's that's when you enjoy. It. That's when you earn it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just put in the nourishment to do what it's got to do. And, for the and man, that's what I was doing every day. Like, uh, it was a few years back. I was working at a plant in fucking Donaldsonville, and it was called CBNI. And I met this dude, and that's when I started really working out. Cause I always like, even as young, uh, we always used to be like, man, I want that fucking body. Yeah. Like, I want that body, but. <clears throat> Like you, you just didn't know. Like man, that's 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 impossible. Yeah, we, like that shit not happening. Right, like right. we wasn't and, working out. And then yeah. when I started that, like man, I started like fucking the bacon, the eggs, like whatever I got to, you know, that fit me. And I started doing that. And then I would get home from work and go straight to the gym every yep. day, every day, every day, every day. And man, I was just like, damn, I can do this shit. That's when you realize, like, yep. I really can do this shit. And that's when it's And when you start seeing the results too Yeah It's, it's the like results a, it too and then, It's like a A drug yeah, it, 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 it is <laughs> well, It's a fucking it really, drug It really fucking is Yeah Your body uh, sends off signals of dopamine Yeah Working out And so. you get addicted And I'm well, trying to get addicted well, dude, again You know one thing I always it, it always clicked for me in the gym I'm sure it clicked for y'all as well Was When I was working out No matter what Other shit I went through in the day Failed a test Ace a test You know had a great work day and a shitty work day. Right. I realized that the gym was the only place that I would consistently do good at. And like, even with shitty days, when I was right. in there and sweating, I was right. like, bro, I'm doing something good. And then it got addicting because I was like, bro, no matter what shit, PSA, life sucks sometimes. Yeah. It is shitty. Right. A lot of bad shit happens to you. Whether between family, friends, personal life, finance, everything. If you're good at the gym and you know what you're doing and you like to go there, you can have a great day or at least end it or start it the right way. And like, dude, it got, it got to the craziest point where I was realizing that if everything else falls, like everything breaks down, family, friends, everything. For some reason, I always felt that that was the only place where I could push myself surrounded by a bunch of other people pushing themselves, which doesn't really happen a lot. Right. Right. It it was just a crazy feeling once I started adopting like that drug addiction to it. Like I was just like, dude, this is realistically the only place where I come and feel good every single time that I would leave. And even if you don't look good, if you do that shit in the morning, you feel good Your throughout whole the whole day. day. Whole it's day. just like that ice bath. You say you just, right. like, right. nothing can touch you. Right. You have that feeling, like, I, I worked out this morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Eric has <laughs> sensitive nipples, too, and he still takes ice baths. <laughs> hey, dude. Even if it's my nipples. bitches get hard. <laughs> Bitches feel like rocks. <laughs> they show through your shirt. Oh, dude, yeah. And you don't well, want no beat. Or well, they're not as well. No, not, well, no. I remember I got. Remember when I wore that uh, wife beater when we were playing basketball? And my nipples got so raw from sweating, mm-hmm. being fat that I, they were bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't have that problem no more. Though, bro. You used to bleed your dick. Well, we yeah. we used to ball so hard on the summer. All right, the, the, gla- the glasses are pro. Fucking technical yeah, difficulties. They, they off I guess my batteries are. They off and on. It look like you're doing that shit on purpose. Know, like you bro. got a blade <laughs> button. It or sounds something. voice <laughs> activated. Well, I mean, it's you know we <laughs> having technical difficulties. I guess I'm running out of batteries. They keep going out. Nah, leave them alone. Yeah, fuck them. Um, no, but I had uh, we was playing ball one day and um, it was like a hot ass summer, dude. I mean, we would play basketball pretty much all day. Brandy's house in front of your house. I yeah. mean, just wherever we could like ball at and. uh Dude, I would just from being fat, I was just sweat so much, yeah. and uh, just my the shirt was like my tank top was soaking wet. It just kept rubbing my nipples, rubbing my nipples. Next thing you know, I'm like, damn, my nipples burning. 
Well, it's because they were bleeding, dude, from just like, mm. and I mean, that was just like fat boy problems. I used to, you know, chafe, all that shit. The fat boy problems is a level that most people will never understand. Oh, yeah, bro. 100%. Dude, I mean, like, I I could think of probably a hundred little things I used to do oh, that, yeah, would, that I would call fat boy problems. I mean, dude, it's like you see your friend's plate ain't done and your mind's telling you, bro, you're still hungry. You I'm looking at their plate while I'm eating my plate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, like, mm-hmm. you know, if a shirt. If you put on a shirt and your nipples or you know your chest looks wrong, like I used to wear under I used to wear Under Armour shirts, oh, the real bro, tight shit too. to push my me chest too. back. And, and you know what else it does? Like it it, it fucks you up with like women and shit. Oh, cause you know, time, like, bro. even it's if just, a girl is coming up to you and feeling you, you kind of you don't even feel yourself self, essentially. Yeah. So you're like, how the f- how the fuck you got to yeah. be fucking playing with me right now? Because right. I definitely don't like. Did myself. you really like me? I was about to say, you sure? God, you see damn. these titties? I mean, well, <laughs> my titties I mean, bigger than yours. So, <laughs> so I had three sisters, right? And um, my my two older and middle sisters, they used to always try to put their bra on me. They're like, oh, oh where my bra? Oh, where my bra? And I'm like, no, no, no. And I beat them more alive. You got to so thank them. Up, you got to yeah, thank oh, them. Oh yeah, bro. Well, now they love now, my titties, yeah, you know, yeah, because exactly. they're like, damn, Eric, you got nice titties. I was like, thank you. I've been working these bitches out for twenty-two years. That shit hard. For the brown knees, but no, um, yeah, I know I'm probably like a double D by now for sure. Check him out at least, yeah. But uh, when I got the surgery, it was literally half a brown pound of a breast tissue, like women's breast tissue in each chest. So people were like, bro, just keep working out, working out. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking, you know, I wrestled in high school, I lost like 80 pounds, maybe not 80, like 60. And because uh, I was always fat, dude, I was a center when I played football at Paul. Oh, yeah, you big boy, the fucking center, the big biggest boy. dude on the team. They made I was so big they made me weigh in in my underwear. My mom got pissed. <laughs> bro, the only kid on the Same team, bro. Here, you know, bro. Wait, I got embarrassed, bro. And so like my mom was pissed. But you know, like that was back in the day. So when people see me now and they're like, "No, there's no fucking way." I was like, "Bro, I was a catcher, a center, an outfielder. I played guard. Like I never, I wasn't like a like a point guard, nothing like that. You know, I was always like the fat." Fucking yeah, kid, but I balled. Man. I mean, that's what I was saying. I, I was could, the I athletic could, you know, fat yeah, kid. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Bro, they literally called me Big Mike in high school because oh, they were yeah, like, bro, Big Mick. Why are you so athletic, but you fat as hell? But I, I was like, like I was like, I, I became God, like one right. of the fastest on the wrestling team as far as like once we once I learned how to do sprints and like got yeah. a little older and got yeah, a little leaner yeah, yeah. and like genetically, the only good thing about me is my legs. I mean, I got wheels. Same. I could just all day. Like, yeah, I know, I know. So it's like once I learned how to like run or sprint, an yeah, LSU like, football player taught me that. I was like, damn. Like a light on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all about that stride too. But like once I learned how to do that, I mean, dude, even right now at 36, I mean, I could I could run pretty fast, I think. I mean, as long as I don't pull a damn uh, hamstring. Right. Y'all, I'm going to be real. Y'all do not look y'all's age. Y'all Thank look you, like bro. goddamn mid-20s. Yeah, I mean, Ray Sean still looks 13 to me. Bro. So, <laughs> fucking savage, yeah, bro. <laughs> nah, nah, he got the facial hair now for a yeah, long nah, time, bro. I mean, yeah, about I was, if you had well, a shape, so you probably so, like 24, so, 25. Uh-huh. Ray Sean's taller than me now, but when we were little, I, he was the smallest yeah, one, like the shortest, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, one of those pictures, I was like, damn, bro. I was like, how the hell he passed me up? I mean, I've been in this height since eighth grade, then I stopped. Really? Yeah, so I was like, I thought I was going to be tall at mm-hmm. Ellender, and then, like, I got to Eric, and I was like, everybody passed me up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it was yeah, just bro. weird. I got to, like... I mean, I'm only 5'8", but I was, like, 5'8", almost in, like, eighth grade, so yeah, I thought see, I, I got to, like, 5'10", in, like, ninth grade, I'm like, oh, dude, sure. I should oh, probably yeah, get bro, six foot, and I was like, eh, well, nothing. Shit, right. I'll take 5'10", five, five, any day. Bullshit. I'll take 5'9". I'll trade you for your Shit, legs. bro. Nah, bro, you could build these. Easy, easy. The only, thing, the only thing I got is my legs genetically. Everything else got to come with goddamn blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you used to squat every day, you said? Dude, Cole, my stepbrother. Yeah. Uh, 
he told me that someone asked him if the only thing I worked out was legs. And I couldn't tell if that was a compliment or not. Right. <laughs> I was right. like, I don't know if y'all were yeah, dissing and everything else. Yeah. It was like one of, it's like one of the ones <laughs> you say thank you, but you're like, what the fuck you mean by well, that? Well, you know, right. uh, <clears throat> is is the light still off? Or no? Yeah. Damn. Eric, man, I'm gonna leave them fucking glasses on. Well, no, because it ends up looking stupid. Look, I'm a, I'm a, I got to take one pee break, and then uh, I'll let y'all keep talking. I'm going to go switch you it up. You're going to drain right. the whistle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drain the... What uh, Bobo says, I got to go talk to a man about a horse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, don't <laughs> piss on the be. Boss. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Trevor Smith for telling me that. So, look, when I was in... Ninth, no, when I was nine or ten years old, I used to be a running back. My little fast, white, fat ass. Mm. I used to be a running back. I'll never forget this day. We were, in, I was playing guard, and this coach comes up to me and he goes, We're playing against another playground. And he comes up to me and goes, All right, we're going to run a guard around. You're going you're gonna to pull, we're going to hand you the ball. I get the ball, I'm stiff arming, trucking these little hey, ass Mike kids in a way. <laughs> you ever seen the blind side? Yeah, I was like that, but like the short white version. And so, like, I'm trucking these kids and, you know, throwing these kids out the way, and I get down to the end zone, and I'm just hearing whistles and whistles. This kid's mom ran on the field. I'm 10 years old, so, like, this shit's kind of traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Runs on the field and goes, that fucking kid is too damn big to be running the football. They brought a scale out onto the football field with my pads and helmet on. I was 10 years old and weighed me. And they said I was too big to run the football. So they brought the football all the way back. So the whole stands for the other playground is cheering, you know, calling me fat, like saying this kid's too damn big and all this shit. And I'm sitting there like 10 years old, like, God damn, bro. Like, I'm getting hated on right now for being a big-ass running back. I and mean, and that's another story, bro, because I, I hate that shit completely. Dude, as was, far as, like, uh, when parents get involved with... Sports, I think Dude. they they separate oh, the kids like that. It's the man. absolute worst, th- bro. Because they make everything feel like the kid is against yeah. you know the other kid, and he like, oh, I'm faster than you. Like, no, nah. you just play that position because that's the position you fit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But parents, it's always the parents who are trying to like put their kids in like yes. a position. They think their kids going like the NFL when they're yes. like six years old, and they're yes. like, bro, if my kid don't play running back, we're going to another playground yes. type shit. Yes, it was just dude. It was just a weird experience because like. You know, when you're 10, you don't really think of yourself as big because everyone, you know, y'all play the same sports, you do the same things, you go to the same tournaments, you eat the same food, like you just eat like shit. So that was probably the first time in my life, really, when I was pretty much exclaimed in my face and told in my face, like, bro, you're like, you're just too damn big. big. (laughs) And I was like, damn. So I couldn't. and, 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 And that may have not even been the fucking truth. No, yeah, like, it, it that's what pisses me off because it probably. But it's just truth, like honestly. the parents. It's just like oh, it's just the it, parents, bro. Bro, it's Always. ridiculous. And it gave the other fucking people a pass just because they saying this kid is too fucking big. Yeah, like that's yeah, it was bad. But they don't understand what they doing to a child at that moment. Yeah. Like you just out there, bitch, having fun. Like bitch, I just ran over everybody. Exactly, <laughs> bro. No, I literally, bro, I hit the end zone. You know, like I toe flip my ball. I'm doing my little gritty over there in the end zone. Yeah. And the, the coach comes out there and he's like, "Do a fucking scale? Do you know how embarrassing it is yes. to get scaled in front of fifty little kids at and all their parents old. at ten years old? Like, bro, I have never felt that embarrassed in my life. Just imagine some of the kids on the other team went to your school. It was That's like, what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, your fat ass came around. Look, the they lunch. They wanted to scale your fat ass. 
somebody says that under their breath, they're like, this fat ass motherfucker. Right, right. Like a fucking news bigger like, that's a huge bitch. That's a huge bitch. She got Moby Dick running the football over Yeah, that's fucked up. Oh, dude, it's bad. So, like, dude, look, that's another thing. The lunch table. Man, look, all through high school, I never really took offense to it. But then I started, as I got older and I started losing weight, I started really realizing the undertones of the jokes that people were saying, if you know what I mean. Like, I realized that jealousy is always hidden. Not jealousy, essentially, but it's hidden like, in jokes. In, insecurity is, is always hidden in jokes. jokes. Jealousy is always hidden in jokes. So I realized that every time somebody was telling me something, and like, dude, don't get me wrong. This is a bitch to get over with. It's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Like, it takes for a long time to realize that people fucking with you is not on you. No. It's just it's just a reflection of them. And that took me shit. Man, I used to almost get years. into a lot of fights because for that reason, yeah. I learned to become a jokester. Oh, like, so it's like you might tell me something, but I'm coming I'll, right yeah, back. I'm coming right, right, back, right back. And then then these bigger dudes won't get mad at you and won't fight. Yeah. But it's like, hold on, you was just cracking on me because yeah. of my height. But now I talk some shit, you know what I'm saying? Well, dude, that was another thing. Like, I got, I'm not even gonna lie. I got real good. I guess it's kind of fucked up. I got real good at like fucking with people because I got kind of tired of people fucking yes. with me. So I got real smart. And like, I would get real. Like, if you said something, I would, I was, I try was, and come right I was back, back on your ass, right back. And, and it, it was some shit you ain't like, right? Bro. And so like, it would lead me to a point where now I'm having like disconnects with my friendships and like close friends because. They tell me something, I don't want to hear it in my head. And I'm like, they think it's all fun and games. But then I say something, you know, kind of back and it kind of it disconnects you as your friends. But I started to realize that me coming back at them was just because I was unhappy. Like, I just didn't like the way I looked. And I didn't want people coming at me for it. Right. And that was a, another fucking thing to swallow. I mean, dude, this fat loss journey took me through shit. Probably felt like three lifetimes of lessons that I learned. Like, I had a friend of mine in high school that I used to always jump on his ass like like real quick and like we were real close friends like it didn't matter but like, he would get annoyed sometimes and like I would just say some quick sarcastic shit You'd a lot of times him, huh? I'd be pushing him a little bit and like you know kind of messing with him Eric one got his batteries yeah bro you got your batteries <laughs> I'm, I'm bright I'm bright as night right now bro Cyclops over there, man. <laughs> you look better than the lights behind you. <laughs> right. Uh -oh, I got a fucking button. <laughs> all, all to be back <laughs> again. <laughs> all to be back again. Yeah, but what you like, saying, man? Fuck up here. I was just saying, like he, like I used to have this friend, and I would push him a little bit, and I know it sounded like he was bullying him. From it, what I just like, heard, yeah, like I'm it kind of no. It, it t now that I'm thinking about it, even though like you know we're kind of going back and forth, like. I started to realize, and this was a huge thing I had to realize about myself, was, bro, the only reason you were saying shit is because you was unhappy with yourself. And, like, right. you never want to have that conversation with yourself, but goddamn, you need to sometimes. So, like, right. I know people who still fuck with people on a daily basis, and, you know, like, I observe now more than I talk. And so now I see it as, look, they got some deep-ass problems. So, like, whatever they're saying... Don't matter about you because I'm like, I just started. I really started to realize that the minute people open their mouth about someone else, it's mainly about something they don't like about themselves. And that was a huge ball uh, or, or something they feel they can do, basically. Yeah, uh, they exactly. should be doing, they should be, yeah, they, they should, should be, be doing. doing. Mm -hmm. Damn, yeah, we got deep while you were in the bathroom, yeah. And, well, I mean, I, bathroom break and uh. 
I was trying to find batteries, people, because he's, you know. It still looks good. I mean, thank you. It still I looks feel like good. they're a little brighter. <laughs> people are probably like, look at this asshole. Why is he wearing glasses? Because I fucking want to. Because I feel like. It's my show. So look, Eric, won't. I got a question for both of you over Sean and Eric. So at what point in the last, you know, however long your fitness journey has been, at what point did you really start to feel like you were confident enough in yourself to kind of go out and even help other people? Uh, dude, I don't, that's a hard question. I've been helping like help people, other people a long time. Like, you know, like I kind of got to a point where like if someone would have asked me, like when I first started, if someone would have asked me for advice, I wouldn't know what the fuck I was going to say. Like zero sense. No idea. But now, now... It's like if someone asks me a question, I feel like I have some answers for them just because I've, you know, kind of trial and error and right, I've right. been through the whole tribulation of all this type of shit. So, I don't know. I mean, y'all too fit. Yeah. Or guys. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know, Ray. I mean, Ray's journey is a little different than mine because I started mine at like 14, 15 because I was like that, yeah. you know, <clears throat> and uh, wrestled in high school. And uh, to lose weight, like I tried to make the football team, I made it, but I was like sitting on a bench and it was, right. like I wasn't good enough. Even though like we balled our whole lives, I just wasn't like at that level. And uh, and I really didn't like football. I just wanted to like look like a bodybuilder. So I seen like all the dudes in a wrestling team, it. and I was like, shit, man, I need to I need to go wrestle. So uh, I ended up going do that. And my wrestling coach was like my first through sixth, uh, fifth grade PE coach, and he had been trying to get me to wrestle since first grade, but I was so fat and I didn't want to wear a single. I don't go ahead. You got it, bro. But you didn't want to wrestle, but what? I didn't want to wear those singlets, so um, there you go. I uh, you know, cause like I had the boobs and stuff, and you know, I didn't want to wear like tight clothes. I didn't want like, my belly to be popping out. But dude, if I would have like when I joined the wrestling team in ninth grade, I was probably like one ninety. For like a ninth grader, yeah. that's pretty bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's, yeah, actually, that's I think bad. like I dropped down to like one forty five, like by the end of my ninth grade year, cause I was just cutting and cutting. Yeah. But um. Dude, I didn't, I guess when I, I don't know. I'm rambling a little bit. I mean, no, but like you started helping people. Like, Yeah, dude. I mean, I was helping people before, well, like just well, like. What made about, you want to help those people? Like after. That's that's pretty much what my question was. Yes. Like, so, like you got to a point where you realized like, dude, I've done this. Oh, because I know what it's like. Exactly. I know what it's like not to know. I mean, I've had like six different coaches. Yeah. I've done uh, almost six different bodybuilding shows. I've tried every diet. And uh, I'm still trying to figure it out, but because always I know what it's like to, to be like always be fat and like your body wants to actually be fat and not be skinny because like you see like your, you know, fellow cousin, you know, uh, whoever it is, you know, siblings, cousins, friends, and everybody's skinny and you're just always fat. So I know what it's like to um, not want to look like that. I think that one of the things that I realized uh, kind of as I was going was... I started to really think about, like you said, like the people who necessarily don't know and like, believe it or not, I still can vividly see myself as a kid in the academy dressing room, the second dressing room, by the way, I could still see myself all the time. Like there's times where, you know, you can like, I can kind of blink and still see it in the mirror and it's a crazy out of body like experience. But it's just like, dude, now that I know where I've came from and the things that I've done and the, like, it's kind of weird to think about, like, three three years have passed pretty much from, like, right now to where I was really, like, starting to kind of get into it and kind of care about 
my quality of life. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause like dude, when you're young, I mean, for me at least it was about all I wanted to do was travel and make videos. Like, you know, I do my videography. Correct. correct. I just wanted to travel, make videos, make life as fun as possible. My, my health was kind of in the back seat for a long time for like two, three years after being 17. And that was one of the things that I told you I wanted to talk about was like, if you're listening or watching to this and you think or know that you need to make a change at some point and you're kind of putting it off, like, don't worry, you ain't fucking alone. I put it off for five, six years. I was huge and I was overweight and I was fat and I was waking up feeling disgusting and like you do everything in your power to hide it. Right. I mean, dude, you wear big clothes. I wore a fucking waistband strap thing to my senior prom to not let my stomach fall out. Yep. You know, like anything. Yep. And that's another, like, you're just worrying about other people and, like, worrying about what they're and, thinking. And, and, and that's miserable. Oh, it's fucking horrible, dude. It's you're basically fuck- living for someone else's eyes. Yes. I ain't going to put it as. I, I ain't going to lie. I was tucking those wife beaters in pretty tight every oh, day dude. just to keep my chest flat. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. Like, you you sit there and you, you're looking for, instead of really, and, I, that, you know, it kind of sucks to think about it, but I wasted so much fucking time thinking about and trying to hide something right. that no one else was even fucking thinking about. You know, you and, said you, and you didn't even fucking enjoy yourself. No, nah, I wasn't enjoying myself for the last Remember how you said you, you used to take your shirt off like and like look at everybody yeah, else? Yeah. I wouldn't even take my shirt off. Yeah, yeah, and, and that yeah. fucks up relationships too because oh, big time, you dude, wondering like, why this motherfucker like me? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, even man. though they like you for who you, right. you know are. And but you, you see still. like another dude that like looks like you wish you could look and yeah. you're like, damn, I wonder if she's looking yeah, at like him. Like, why like, why would you not yeah. look at him? Yeah, I'm fucking fucked. You got a dude who's fucking shredded up. He's got some money to him. He's you know he's in the right way. And he's confident because of... And you're over here, you know, you're unhappy. And, like, even though you might portray, like, I I got one of the biggest reasons I wanted to lose weight. I got so fucking tired of wearing, like, a fucking mask all the time. I was basically, every day I was waking up, wearing a mask, telling people, you know, like, I was happy because I was, you know, doing what I like to do. I was making videos and traveling and going to fest. None of that shit really mattered because every single time I'd leave one of those events or make a video... I'd still look at myself and be like, but you haven't changed. Like you're doing all this shit, but it don't matter. Like, like, yeah, you did it and you had fun, but like, dude, it was so bad in my head that all I wanted to do was change, which is why I went so strict on it. Cause right. like, I knew that if I didn't do it ASAP, right. I was going to like, I don't know if y'all can relate to this, but you ever had that feeling to where you're doing something consistently for whether it be a whole day or a week. And then you, you know, you, do whatever on a weekend or you go somewhere for a trip and you eat like shit and you try and kind of fit in with the people around you. And then you come back and you realize you're back to square one. You're back to square one. And then you do it for three days and then you do it again and then you're back to square one. And like, that was me for like two or three years. And it was absolutely horrible. I remember I used to wake up after going out on like a Saturday night trying to do your whole college fucking thing. And like, you go out, you have fun, you dance, and then you wake up the next morning. And all I could think about was why, like why you, the shit that's going to make you really, really happy, like genuinely happy is so far away. And you keep doing the same, same fucking shit. shit every single weekend. And time is passing. Time keeps passing. So like, no matter what you think that you're doing, five, six days, seven days a week are going to pass. And if like, it just comes back to choice and focus. Like, dude, every single fucking thing that I realize about fat loss is just a choice. 
Right. Like in, at ULL, my first year, when I stopped going to the cafeteria, I remember I used to make this choice. I used to walk back from my biology class and I'd pass the cafeteria and I'd look at it and I'd see all these kids, you know, they're eating whatever the fuck they want and like ice cream in the middle of the day. Walk my ass down to the little corner shop and get a salad and an orange and a water. And like, it sucked. It fucking it sucks. sucks. I knew bro. it sucked. It's it's ass because like you want to be in there talking with everybody instead. Let, let it ain't fun and it don't smell good. Fuck mm. no, dude. And like it ain't you, fun all the time. You're sitting in your fucking dorm, eating this. But the thing you got to remember, especially if you're on a fat loss journey or even a weight gain journey, the minute that you separate yourself and go do that by yourself, you're already ten steps ahead. Oh yeah. Because like what I used to do is I used to envision myself like. I kind of got real philosophical with my fat loss because I knew how much of a life-changing effect it would have. Because I joined this group on Facebook. It was called like 1UP Nutrition uh, Transformation. Yeah, yeah. And I joined it and all these older people, 30, 40, 50 years old, losing 60 pounds. You know, they're like, I can play with my fucking kids again. You're like, oh, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, you're only 18. You do this now. I mean, you're set. Right. You adopt this now instead of at 40 or 50 when most, most people catch themselves you yes. know right so like you adopt this shit now and you become disciplined now i mean your whole life is set up for that and like i just remember i would compare myself when i was eating this jank ass salad and this orange for like dinner i used to think all right either you're in here doing this or you're eating three thousand calories in this fucking cafeteria and that was absolutely game changer for me and i would just do that Every single day, and it got harder and harder and harder and harder, and it never gets. You never really figure it out. You just keep mm -mm. fucking doing it every single time, praying that you're making the right choice. Well, it's it's simple. It's having the discipline to say right. like, I'm not going to eat that, which exactly. is hard because you're human. Yeah, and sure, that's that's good. the big thing. It's like people always want to, you know, make fat loss and weight gain complex. You know, you got people saying, hey, if you want a spot loss fat in your stomach do not, this not ab possible. workout this not 15 minute ab workout at home not possible. it's all bullshit dude yeah. like you y'all know there that. is no such thing as spot there ain't reduction. no spot fat loss there ain't no emergency diets no. there ain't no fucking uh fat pills that'll keep 60 pounds off you if you're taking fat pills and believe me i've done it i mean i don't know if y'all have done it but those oh, fat dude. loss pills i took hydroxy cut the real shit yep. like uh three pills twice a day dude. and i fasted all day and wrestled yep. And, and so like I would you, eat once a day. It was lose, so unhealthy. You lose all of it. You know, you feel you feel like you're making progress. It's the complete wrong type of progress. And like, I remember I used to see myself. I, I remember this one time I lost five pounds in three days. I was taking this one up nutrition. Uh, it was like a pretty much like a hydroxy cut. And I was literally losing a pound a day almost. And I thought to myself, I was like, is this really how fat loss goes? Like, I see people waiting, like, two, three years to lose, like, a few pounds. Right. right. And, of course, you know, you hop off of it. You eat like a normal person again. And it goes right back. Right. You get those 10 pounds back. Because, like, like we were talking about before we even started, if you're on a fat loss journey or a weight loss or a muscle gain journey, every crossroad you come to and you think that there's a way around it or a shortcut or an undercut, every single fucking person in the entire universe has tried it before. You're not the first person to invent something about fat loss. You're not the first person to invent some magic pill. You're not the first person to think there's a special meal or like keto or all this stuff that'll change your life. Like it's just 
being consistent. Yes. And it's I've, such a bitch because it's so simple, but it's so difficult. Yes. I've tried I've tried every diet, bro. And the repetition. Every diet technically works, but it's like which one can you stick to forever? Yes. Like I knew me personally, I couldn't do keto or carnivore all that stuff. Cause like I just I enjoy food. And like I like to enjoy food yeah. a lot. You know, like if I'm go to a restaurant, I want to order something I've never had before. Yeah, right. Yeah. I did I did carnivore before. I tried them all. It's just how was a carnivore diet? Well, I would uh, pretty much eat steak twice a day with six whole eggs every day for six days, and then on Sunday I would cheat, which was not what you were supposed to do. But I was like, right. oh well, if I if you know if I put in six days zero carbs and just do whatever I want on Sunday, I'll uh, it'll balance out. Like well, metabolism spike, dude. It fucked my stomach up. I was I'm like, sure. I was like shitting black for oh. like three days. I thought something was wrong with me, and my wife was like looking it up. I mean, it was like a technical term, but um, babe, can you they, come they in talk, here? Yeah, they talk about like that uh that body transition where uh from like your I'm body. Shitting yeah, niggas. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, it was it was about as black as these shirts, bro. And I was like. That's different, babe. I'm know? shitting two by fours. In here. <laughs> it, it was just like it was weird because like even though I was eating steak and eggs, it was like water. It was it was the weirdest. Yeah, man. So I broke out of that, and and now for me, you know, personally, after I've tried every diet, you know, everything, no carbs, tons of carbs, all fats, no fats, protein, protein. Uh, it's like a balanced diet of protein, carb, and fat. But you know, everybody's body is different, so right. you may respond more to. A little bit of carb, higher fat, medium protein. Like it's not like you know, when people cut the fat, and they do the high carbs or the high protein or fucking like you know almost no carbs and like barely any fats. It's like you need fat for hormone production. You need yeah. carbs for your brain to think. So it all works together, just not too much of anything. And I you know? think people have to find something that is good for them. Like yeah, you know yeah like saying? I love fasting, just- but my problem is I don't eat the right amount of food when I fast. So I'll end up eating junk. Exactly. I could fast two days straight, three days straight. I've done it. But it's when it's time to eat, I don't make the right choices. And when you break fast, that's like one of the most important choices because if you put like garbage in, your body's just like, damn, bro, you're giving me like trans fats and all this other junk instead of giving you like some clean carbs, some clean protein, like something to like ease into it. That's why I said we need this money. (laughs) We need this money because... I feel like if I had somebody to do those things for me, I'd yeah, be bro. disciplined, you know, but it's like, all right, if you just late at night and you got nothing to fucking eat, you're going you're gonna to be like, oh, man, I'm going to just have this. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like but, like a banana and a peanut butter with maybe a little bit of honey is probably healthier than a pint of uh, Ben and Jerry's like yeah. I would normally do. So, right. you know, you'd lose, you'd actually like not really gain the weight fucking back. Fucking Ben and Jerry's so good though. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Tonight though. Tonight. Shout out. Sponsor. Tonight. Ben and Jerry's, please. So, bro, um, so what's your life looking like, like right now, at, like today? Like, what's your regimen? Like, what do you do? So, uh, now, so right now, believe it or not, I got fucking two jobs at college. One of them is performance training with Oshner. Tight. Uh, shout out Oshner. Thank shout you. Out. Uh, another one is I'm working at the lodges, my the apartment complex. So right. my day is pretty hectic between classes and where, like, where's your training coming in? So it really kind of depends like it varies on the day which is weird because i don't like i would love to train at the same time every day right you know and like last semester last semester we were all online because of the whole lsu going back and forth covid and all this shit so i was working out around mid like noon every day and it was awesome like i got into such a routine i would eat at 10 in the morning go to the gym for 12 and then do all my homework and work from you know all night but now now that school is back in person it would it's waking up seven eight a.m. ish you know you kind of get ready for class you go to class 
come back, immediately go to work from either 4 to 7. Sometimes I go coach Oshman like 5.30 in the morning, come back, uh, take a nap, go to class for three, four hours, wake uh, – I mean, after class, you go to work, and then after work, get off at 7. You know, you, you shit tired. That's where the pre-workout in comes in, that yeah. total war, tiger's blood. That's my baby. There you go. And, uh, Shout out. So sometimes I'll be working out around 8. Eight o'clock at night, like don't get me wrong, I, like I love night lifts. And for people who don't know, there's a huge difference between night lifting and morning lifting. Morning lifting has a whole different type of benefits. You feel good throughout the day. You can't lift as heavy though. You got to stretch a little bit more. Night lifting, you got a little bit more energy in you. Well, um, it's because of the amount of food. Yeah, you know, you Usually relieve you, you relieve your stress. Yeah. You sleep a little better unless you take a lot if, of caffeine, like yeah, I do. Yeah, if you train faster in the morning, you have almost zero carbs in you, so you have no pump. Right, exactly. Because the carbohydrates and, and like, the water. That's the thing. Like I, I hate morning training just for me because I really like to go in there with like a day behind me. I love training faster, but for bodybuilding and muscle building, yeah, it's like, not good. And it's just like a, for me, it was more of a mental thing. I kind of I enjoyed going into a gym after a day because I always find it as a stress relief rather right, than like right. a stress relief in the morning. And like from... Well, usually I, if you train in the morning, it like, it prepares you for the whole day because you're like, oh shit, if it I'm does. like squatting 300 pounds at like 5 a.m., shit, the rest of my day is cake. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. And like I've had morning work, I'll, I'll get it in and I'll sweat. And by the time I'm back in my bed, you know, people that I know are just waking up and, you know, people are just getting up to their day and I'm like, dude, I already, you know, kind of, already I'm fucking wired after I, I work. I already hit yeah. fucking, dude, when I work out in the morning, I'm fucking up, wired it's up. It's wired, bro, because I, because I eat a little bit I'm before. still up from this morning, me and Alyssa went at like 6 a.m. Yeah, dude, I'm, fucking I'm still up. up by 8 a.m., going to class from 9 until 12.31 and then working usually from like 4 to 7, 4 to 8. And then Tuesday, Thursday, I'm in class from 12-ish to 3 and then I got work from 4 to 7. So like, each day I'm trying to find a spot but, to work out in. Right, like a window. And I hate that. I yes, hate being I hate rushed. I too. hate being rushed to work out. Like, it's fun sometimes because you go in there and you just superset. You kind of go crazy for like. Yeah, and you get like days. a little sick pump sometimes. It's fun. and But like, I genuinely enjoy going to the gym, which is why I really like night lifts. I like going to the gym knowing I have nothing after, which means I can go as hard as I want for as long as I want. And I can do cardio out there and go sit in the sauna. Don't really have to worry about anything because I got all my stuff done during the day. De decompress. Right. So, like, that that's a huge thing for me is college right now. I find that weightlifting is so much more of a stress relief. So, that's where you're staying at, like, in college? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm this is my senior year at LSU. And, you know, now that we just came back on campus, it's so difficult to find a groove because every day you either got class canceled or you're off work or you're on work or you got – Things to do, you know, you got LSU baseball games. You're just trying to find time for everything throughout the day. Right. And that's why I feel like my days are going. So for my friends and my family who know me, like no matter what, I will go to the gym. It does not matter well, yeah. the time. Like it does not matter. Yeah, it's part of your life now. It does not matter. Like I've, I've come home from Damn a man. dinner at like 1030. And, you know, we had some beers and stuff. And that's I'm like, when you're motivated. I'm like, dude, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? You just had like four beers. I'm like, dude. Pre-workout, I was about to kick my ass. I'm going to the gym. Yep, yep. I go over there, and I do it, and then you come back. And like you said, again, you feel like I'm, I'm just doing more. Well, you feel accomplished right. because, like, you know, okay, all my boys stayed at the house. They having fun. They playing video games, whatever, whatever. And I'm actually, like, putting in this work that yeah. at most, you know, 1130 at night. Hour. Yeah. I'll be back in an hour. Yep. I train like and that for two and years, bro. And, yeah. And then so you sit there, and you think, like, while you're training, like, dude, look, if I'm here— that mean I got it. 
Y'all, like, mu- y'all motherfuckers y'all, sleep. Y'all ain't built like <laughs> hey, bro, that. Sleep. Look, look. What, what sucks about like the fitness community now is that when I was training and, and competing, I was the only one in the gym every day. You were competing? Yeah. I used to, I did like six shows, five or what six the shows. Fuck? Yeah, like when Men's Physique first came out, I competed the first year that that started. Um I wasn't like anything special. I mean, I didn't even place well, but It doesn't even matter. I just Well, I did it because that. I wanted That's to like awesome. get on stage and like prove to myself like, "Hey, bro, you can look like that." I'm going to have to do that, Eric. You should. When I get you down should. to 185, I'm going to have to do it. You got the physique, bro. You just if you have the right coaching and you do the right nutrition, it's it, like I always tell people it's 80% diet, 20% training. Right. I used to train 100% in like kind of new. Yeah, even when my diet was on point, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't the right amount of food. It wasn't, you know, I didn't understand how to eat until years and years later. And now it's like if I do my diet 100% and don't cheat unless my coach tells me, I still have a coach. Shout out Brock Termini. Um, then I. I don't have to go to the fucking gym as long. I right. don't have to spend two and three hours there. I don't that have to was, kill myself twice a day. Like was I used a to bitch think to learn cardio at the right amount there. and and training. As long as when you're maximizing your lifts, like when I'm there, if I'm training for forty five minutes, I'm training, and um, I just look to me personally better than I ever looked. And I, and I mean, yeah. I've, I've done a oh, lot yeah. of things. I've taken a lot of different gears, yeah. <laughs> as we so, call it. So what was it? You say you was uh, training for what? Um, well, I first I tried out for bodybuilding. Diet, dieted with uh, some friends that like didn't, you know, it was guys that had competed in the past, but they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Right. Okay? They were like, yeah, man, eat like two cans of tuna fish a day and uh, eat some strawberries and eat some lettuce. Well, I did that for like six months, bro, without cheating, horrible. without cheating. With, yeah, I used to suffer. And then I got with my coach, one of my first coaches, Cass Gidry, shout out. Um, he was like, give me 10 weeks of your life. And I'll and you'll be you'll look the best you've ever looked, and by six months I'm like, dude, I don't want to fucking do this, bro. I'm done. But I've seen like you know he, me and him went to high school together. I know he was a bodybuilder and uh, he almost turned pro. And I was just like you know I seen all of his competitors. I was like, well fuck it, man. I've already went this far, so I went ten more weeks, bro. And in ten weeks I looked the best I ever looked in my life. Right. I think I remember that but, shit. Yeah, seen dude, it on but, Instagram but I was so yeah, but I was so it was like right when Instagram came out, it was like still Facebook. But right when after that happened, dude, I just I had like a poor relationship with food. I fucking yeah, started dude. I couldn't stop eating candy and I gained like fifty pounds in like within a week. What so is, I went from like one sixty seven shredded as shredded as I could be for, you know, first time competing to um just like like two twenty two ten two fifteen, bro. Just feeling like shit, lethargic, swollen. Looking at yourself, like what the uh, fuck? What year do? was this? I think I was. Uh, I don't know, dude. I gotta look it up on Facebook. I mean, uh, and where were I think you? I was like twenty four. Look it up on my twenty three. Yeah, twenty three, twenty four. Did you get in a relationship or where you went in a relationship at the time? Um, I got in. A re- I was pretty much in a relationship by then, but um, and she didn't understand it, you know, because most people don't, you know, bodybuilding. It's it's a it's a crazy life. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's a yeah, so I gave it up for about six months. I was still going to the gym, but I was just horribly fat. And then it took me, like, you know, I wanted to do another competition, and I would always go to him, like, really fat. Yeah. So I've never, like, you know, that's why I always commend you. It's like you've maintained, like, this level of, like, leanness to well, where, dude, like, with me, I've, like, went up and down, up and down, Well, that's one down. thing that I had to learn. My first year, I mean, I wanted to lose, and, like, this is a horrible And you did think. it all natural, guys. He's, he's natty, 100%, and uh, okay. I can't say the same for myself because – I thought that, okay, I can't lose weight, you know, at the rate that I'm going. I have to do something different. 
Yeah. I mean, in high school, I took steroids. You know, I wanted to get rid of my gynecomastia, bitch tits. That didn't work. You know, I got those removed. So there's like a lot of things about like, you know, fitness and weight loss that people don't understand. Yeah. I, th- I think that, you know, like obviously the thought always is going to cross your mind, especially when you got people who you know. Like, dude, I only did it to lose weight. Right. But, exactly. but it didn't even work that way. I actually, because then I was still cheating. So like what people don't understand when you like take testosterone. Yeah. If you take it correctly and eat correctly, burns fat, builds muscle. Yeah. If you're more like endomorph, mesomorph, kind of like, you know, on the fatter side, which yeah. is a body type, and you eat Mickey D's on the weekends and shit and go party with your boys, you're going to fucking gain about 10 extra pounds of fat and water. So yeah. it's a reverse, you know, so it's, it's kind of even worse just because you. you're sticking that needle in your ass doesn't mean you're going to look like the Hulk. It's it's actually the opposite. You have to work twice I, as hard look, because those hormones are fucking. I think mm-hmm. that's a huge. And look, that's a huge problem at, at LSU. Oh, yeah. Well, at any just school. At, well, general, just do I mean, high school, middle schools. I mean, dude, you got fucking kids who they want to look the best that they ever can in four years. And dude, if they only knew that if they died, they only knew, right? If it's, I knew what I knew now, dude, in high school and wrestling, I probably would have been a four time state champion just by diet so. alone. Correct. I was under eating, never ate. I have trained, you know, three hours a day for school, taking hydroxy cut, bro. I mean, there was times where like my stomach would have cramps in the morning from taking it on yeah. an empty stomach. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. It'll go and it'll go away by like midday. But I did that for years, dude. I, my, I mean, my body, my insides are probably. And putting I mean, yourself through that bullshit. Right, but my doctor, you know, I'm pretty, as far as I go, I get checked up regularly. You know, I do a lot of different things that some people, you know, because of those uh, choices I made, the consequences for that is I go to a hormone doctor. You know, like, yeah. so there's things now, like, that because I wanted that plastic trophy or, like, that recognition, now, yeah. like, for the rest of my life, I have to do shit a certain way mm-hmm. because of that. I think, know? so, to add on to what you're saying about, you know, whether it be taking gear or feeling like you may... It could have been, you know, it was kind of what you wanted at the moment, not in the long run. You got fucking people who now, who now you know, like, like, granted, I've never been a part of necessarily a fitness industry. Mine has been strictly about my, my Yeah, me own, neither, bro. You know? well, yeah, it was me battling me. Right. So, like, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I love social media sometimes. You know, like, I like to post my creative shit on there and I like to make videos and you know, kind of express myself through there. But. I see so much shit, and now that I've been, like, when I was before, it'd probably catch my eye, and I'd probably do it, but now you got all types of people saying, you know, do this 10-minute-at-home ab workout, and you'll have a six-pack in fucking three months. No that's that's no all they shot. say. That's all they say, and it's got a fucking hip TikTok song behind it, and everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm going to try it, and yep. then, that like, you got to fucking understand, it's so simple but it's so difficult, well, especially now with social media, because now you got people telling you, a mi- like, if you scroll through an Instagram related real page, you'll see 60 different workouts that are promising you the same thing every day. They're like, oh, do this. And you want, you, you want to drop well, 30 pounds in, uh, in a month? Do this 10 minute at home squat jump workout. Right. It's like, dude. It's bullshit. Y'all don't know fucking shit. But I feel bad because I've been in the position where you don't know well, shit. Yeah. Well, it, well, dude, I mean. I'm 36 and I didn't start learning how to lose weight properly until about 33. Yeah. Um, there's Always. a doctor that I follow, Dr. Lane Norton. Shout out. He's a, uh, to me, he's like one of the smartest guys. He's got a degree in protein synthesis. And instead of following like all the bro science guys yeah. and uh, even some of like my previous coaches in the past, you know, some knew what they were doing. Some didn't. This guy like is science based. And that's what he said. He's like, you know, I, I study this shit. This is what I do. 
and it's you know he broke he's busted so many myths and um i think when people like start like now like you're fortunate enough you're i didn't look like that at 22 dude right. I, I didn't that y'all have so much more readily available with the internet and um social media there's just so much knowledge out there and i mean tried carnivore diet i knew it was bullshit because at the end of the day it's like you cannot sustain that nah, it does, you know like jordan peterson are you and supposed his daughter, to do that for only like 30 days well like jordan peterson him and his daughter had like you know health issues yeah. and so like it did help with that so he like i'm not say saying that. like but like for, i said that it different shit affects different you well, know correct people, correct you know? correct correct and that's why i'm saying i had like those problems towards the end to where like you know what I actually didn't even do it 100% like I was supposed to. So right. I can't really say whether that, it, that you know, worked or not. Correct, yeah. correct. But I was dropping weight like a motherfucker and like getting strong from yeah. like I started feeling kind of primal, which is what people were talking about being on carnival. You ever like seen you Liver just, King? <laughs> what up, primals? <laughs> what? Hey, I'm going to take a piss break. I'll all right, all right. right. What's up, Rick? What's up, man? But yeah, it made look good. Hey, bro. I've been I've been watching you um, hit them push ups on the internet, and uh, I know you got the little weights at home, but but that's about it. Thirties yeah. and the well, little push up thing, all you need, fucking bro. squats with dumbbells, man. Hey, that's man. about it. You stay consistent though, and I, I was watching you throughout the years. I yeah, I mean, I used to go moves. to the gym, but uh, I get always get sidetracked or something to fuck me up, cause I'm, I guess I'm the type of person that everything has to be in line. And if it isn't, like, it'll fuck me clean up. Like, Damn. say, I get to the gym and my fucking headphones dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's right. like, uh, now nah, I got to go home. And right. I wouldn't even work out anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. and that's what I say about, like, the gym. If you ain't going there for, like, yourself, right? other people ain't trying to work out, like, what you trying right. to do. Right. If I If I could go back... You know, and speak to my 18-year-old self, the first thing I would probably say is, you know, slow the fuck down. Slow your mental down. Ain't shit going to happen in three weeks. Ain't shit going to happen in six weeks. Ain't shit going to happen in two months. Now, you could definitely make some progress, you know, in that time. But it will, like, if you, like, we were were talking about C-Bum just now. Right. C-Daddy. Shout out. Bum Daddy, as you want to call him, and uh, Chris Chris Bumstead. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, this guy's in his late twenties, and he's been built his whole life. If you're starting from the opposite side of the spectrum and you're trying to get from where you don't want to be to where you want to be, going from up to down, one thing that I learned is the quicker you try and make it happen, the slower it's going to happen. That is a huge lesson I would tell my eighteen year old. I tell it to Alyssa all the time. I mean, dude, the low like, and slow, like, baby. Dude, when Kinda I was like taking those pot. fucking, and I think you know, it discourages people too. Oh, like, it does. Like, dude, nobody yeah. wants to hear that. You know, nobody yeah. wants to hear. Hey, well, this no, ain't, this well, ain't gonna happen. No, in six nobody weeks. wants to hear. Oh, it might take you a year to look how you want to look. They're like, right. well, fuck that. I ain't got that kind of time. Right, but, but, I mean, the, but you know but what? You, I, you know what you realize? Even in a year, either you're gonna look like you do, right. Or you're going to look like you want to. Well, whether whether or not that fucking year is going to well, pass. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. Whether you realize it or not, the year is still, still going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so so like, you might as well. You might as well shot. fucking do it. And d- that's it. Look, don't. none of us here can say that we're 100% every single day. I'm, I'm not in the gym every single day. You know, I'm not in there for three, four hours. I'm not eating clean all the fucking no. time. But I know. But you have. I have the yeah, like I have, and I've done it, and I know the core of of why I did that, and that's what brings me back to it. If you're just starting out, and you're just starting out fat loss, 
I would personally say do your research. Do not listen to online fitness coaches all the time. Some of them are awesome. Some of them are horrible. Right. Some will you want to make sure lies. they have a science credit. Science credits. If, uh, if science, science based or they have doc, you know, degrees. I would I would go there first. You know, because in the beginning, I really looked up a lot of coaches, and the one guy I found, uh, Lucas Duncan. You know, he had he was super. He was bigger, and then he lost a bunch of weight, and then he got into bodybuilding, and all of his stuff was super simple. You know, it right. wasn't like. He was like, look, these are the meals you should eat. These are the macros for them. This is the workout you should do. Do cardio either in the morning or right after your workout. And that's it. Right. And the huge simple, tip, simple. If I could go back to my 18-year-old self, keep it simple. Simple works. Com like complexity through your workouts, changing your workout routine every single week, changing what you eat every single week. Your body is going to keep... Not being like what the fuck is going on you know like if you're squatting five days a week at 315 or 225 and you're squatting every single day and then next week you just bench five days a week like your body's not gonna know what the fuck's going on correct your body adapts to routines your body, your changes body weekly your body changes weekly and it, and sometimes if, daily honestly though i mean like there's been days where you know i eat exactly what i was eating yesterday and i feel like shit that day the one thing that I would definitely tell myself, uh, there's this thing that David Goggins taught me about in the first few chapters of his book. It's called The Accountability Mirror. You don't have to do it, but for me it worked. Um, you take sticky notes, 229 at uh, CVS plus tax. Go man. get sticky notes. Get a pen or a Sharpie. That's how you know he got them. Shout oh, out. yeah. <laughs> you know every the time, price. Every single time. <laughs> you go to CVS, you get sticky notes, you write down a goal for the week or the month, you know, like I used to write down goal 195, eat clean, lift every day, 10, 20 minutes of cardio every day. Like just simple goals. But every single time you look at the mirror, when you look at yourself, when you know you're either going to feel good or bad, you're going to have to fucking read that at some point. Right. And for the people who are disciplined enough to, you know, like you could put it on your mirror and just not look at it. That's, that's where the true drive comes from. Cause like, I remember for my birthday, I wrote down this list of lessons that I've kind of learned throughout my life. And one of the biggest ones was motivation's bullshit. You know, you can't do anything without discipline. Like, like the stuff we talked about, you know, it's just motivation will keep you up for a week. Discipline will keep you up for a lifetime. And I think that when I was younger, I was heavily relying on motivation. You know, if I saw a YouTube video that made my adrenaline spike and I was like, fuck dude like I should get up at 3am tomorrow and go right, run right, right. 5 miles Right. I do that for 2 days and then I won't do it again for 5 months because it sucks Correct. Mm -hmm. if you find something that works for you my coach used to tell me just keep chopping wood and that I, for some reason when I'm lifting you know when you're like you're on your fourth set you got a fifth set and you're like fuck dude like it won't really matter if I'm doing this it does matter it always matters. The last right. set, the last reps, the last meal, the last meal that you don't eat. You know, if some, if your friends bring home ice cream and you say no and you feel lame, that is the stepping stones. Those are the baby steps. And, like, it fucking sucks a lot to tell people no when you really want to. But why do you think people become what they want to become? It's because right. of the power of saying no. no. The word no is so much more powerful than the word yes, because you can say yes to drugs, you can say yes to smoking, you can say yes to drinking, you can say yes to not going to the gym, 
to going out. Yes is fucking easy. No is extremely difficult. Correct. And I, I think the last thing that I would probably ever tell myself would be when you're starting weight loss and if you have any experience like I did where you look in the mirror and you analyze every piece and inch of yourself and you're trying to figure out what the fuck you did to get there and you're trying to figure out what to to get you to that point don't think that the end of the world is there if you don't start perfectly you know like 260 good and then i have like a snack at night and i you know maybe don't run that day the world's not fucking over but you still have to stay disciplined enough on yourself to know that if you don't do this then you need to do that and it's it's kind of it's just a big balance thing like we talked about earlier like if you're if you're eating more throughout the night then figure out a way to, you know, kind of eat less during the day. If you're fi- if you're eating more throughout the day and that's the way your schedule goes, figure out a way to eat more or less. And, like, I feel like the biggest thing is that everybody wants a fucking answer, but no one right. ever has the answers. No Everybody's one. just trying to do whatever the fuck they can do to get where they no, want to go. No, I, I know who has the answer. We do like that person has the answer. Exactly, yeah. And oh, you yeah. know you the fucking you, you, answer. You're trying to. Like, Nobody else has it for I you. I think we all know what we're supposed to do mm-hmm. and exactly how we're supposed to do yes. it. When we're supposed a- to do according it, according to how we feel. According to how you feel at that moment. But the reason we don't do those things is because it looks hard or it feels hard. It feels or you, the hard. The thought of it right. is like, oh, this is going to be hard. Yeah, this is exhausting. If like, you this. if you're watching or you're listening or these guys definitely know about this. There's always been a feeling where you know the gym is going to be a difficult decision and you know going in there being motivated, you're not going to fucking hit a PR that day. You're not going to walk in and lift all the fucking weight you want. You're probably not going to sweat the way you want. But they just know that the decision of just showing up is 95% of it. Like if you fucking show up to the, I don't care if you're going for like 20 minutes and you're just doing, uh, you know, like some squats or you're doing some abs or at the track. If you get the fuck up with your keys and your car or your bike or you walk and you take your pre-workout or coffee. I don't know how y'all survive without pre-workout if you don't take any. (laughs) But if you do that, just showing the fuck up, that proves to your subconscious that, you know, you're at least willing to go. That builds on top. That builds on top of compound of you saying, okay, now I'm here. I might as well make the best of it. You know, that's, that's one of the things I say. I'm here now. Like I right, well made it. I it. fucking made it. Yeah. Like and once you're there, it's just like you can go from here, like all the way up into that first fucking. Correct. And then once you first do one. it, it's just like, like, all right. Huge. And then when you leave, you're like, I ain't even want to fucking that's do what I'm that saying. shit. I don't even want to do this. And now I'm here having one of the best work. And I've done it. Like usually when you don't want to be there, it's the it's best you, yeah. days. And don't get me wrong. As a human, nobody wants to look at shit that's extremely difficult. But the fucking fact that you can get up, say on average, you drive 10 minutes to your gym. You show up there. You turn your car off. You grab your hoodie. You grab your headphones. You grab whatever. You walk into the gym. At that point, you've already done 80% of the work, which is telling your fucking self you to get the get, fuck up. To get there. And go. Right. Now you're there. Now are you really going to get to the gym? And show up for three minutes and then leave? Probably not. Fuck no. And even if you fucking did, 
you still somehow went to the gym. You still did more. But you than also got people. in your conscience like, man, this motherfucker at the desk just seen me come in here. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I got <laughs> for like an hour. I got to at least put some work in here. Yeah. You be like, you leaving you know, all these oh, I forgot my headphones. Never fucking show up again. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, it's like, nah, it's you, like you, uh, you, you get that did, motivation. You did more than eighty nine percent of the population, mm-hmm. right? And it's just ridiculous to think that where I was when I was eighteen. You know, like I said, I was and like now I'm happy to talk about it, how fat and depressed and unhappy I was and how uncomfortable I was with myself around right, people. Right. Like just to think about where I was and just to know that the simple choice, like just one, pretty much just one choice daily, because, you, you you know, you can break it down into smaller stuff, but it's really just one choice. Either you say like, all right, I'm going to eat, you know, what I should eat today and go to the gym, get a good workout in. Or you could say, ah, well, you know, if I don't do this today, I'll just go really hard tomorrow and I'll eat a fucking lettuce salad tomorrow. Right. right. And I think that choice is an absolute bitch, but it can also save your whole life because choice pretty much saved my whole life. And I think that when I was 262 at 18 years old and I was 5'10", I was fat and I, you know, like a lot of people liked me because I was like a life of the party a lot. You know, like I like to... I was enjoying drinking. I, I love to dance and I always end up in the fucking middle of a dance circle. Were you looking for extra attention? Be, yeah, dude, because like, of, well, dude, you, you constantly like, look for like, uh, what's the word? Validation. Approval. You like validation. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, I don't feel comfortable in my own skin. So if other people are validating me, that gives you like another percent of you, where like, you, you just sh- feel better about you yourself. You should feel better about yourself, but then you're, relying on other people to make yourself feel feel good. good. That's the worst fucking situation you could possibly be in. Like ever is simply thinking that whatever they think, then I'll feel good about it. If they think this way, then I'll feel horrible. And that's amazing, man. Uh, Just you at that age thinking that way. Cause it it took me a while to get there. It's a lot. And just like the, um, I don't know, uh, the guy you started working with and he came with his daughter and she's 18 too. Yeah. But to see where she's at, in her mind state is just amazing to me. You like, know, de- because it took yeah. me a while to get there. Well, dude, developing like, a young mind is is a bitch, especially in college. I mean, you got fucking like you name a fucking distraction in college, it's there tenfold. You think people when you're like late twenties is difficult by saying like, "Hey, you want to go out?" You got motherfuckers saying, "Hey, let's go out. Fuck your chemistry test." Right, right, yes. right. Fuck right. your biology midterm that's going to, d- d- like, determine whether you go to grad school or not. Right. Let's go out. And then even if you say no, there's 10 motherfuckers behind them who will say, hey, let's go out. And like, mm-hmm. granted, I never felt peer pressured. I always felt like I was making decisions on my own. But even if I did, I knew they were influenced. Man, I used to it, always tell my little brother, uh, there's no such thing as bad influence. Right. It's whether it's you, you. want to do it's it just or you. not. It's just fucking The word you. bad influence, I feel like, is just an escape for you just making bad decisions. Yes, right. Because, like, I could say, I could forever say, oh, well, my family and my friends influenced me to eat fucking, like, shit yes, every day. But it's your choice. Motherfucker, when I, got, when I went to McDonald's with my grandmother and then got a McDouble and a McFlurry and fries and then I went home and ate dinner, that's fucking my choice. I didn't ever blame. And that was another thing. Another tip for you if you're starting fat loss, do not fucking blame 
nope, anyone outside, but yourself. If you outside. blame anyone else, you're literally just wasting fucking time. Mm-hmm. If you go, oh, well, my parents fucking used to offer me six bowls of ice cream. Well, motherfucker, at some point, tell them that no. Right. And, and you know, that also is, that's justification. Yeah. I've heard from somebody, as long as we could justify our actions, we're okay with it. Right. Like, dude, that's, as long that's, as we could that's justify probably our one of the actions. best things I've ever heard. Because that's, yeah. dude, it, it freaks me out so much to just know how people are like, you know the quote, like, I'll do it if you do it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yes, and it's what general. you think in your brain, it's too. Just You're more like, general. oh, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. And so right. it makes you feel comfortable, but right. you know it's not right. Being comfortable is the worst fucking thing you could ever do yes. to yourself. Yes. If you are not uncomfortable 75% of you're your probably days, not doing the right you're thing. not doing the right thing. I can guarantee it because I remember, I'll tell you all a story. When I was still fat, that early January, late December, I would go back to my house in Harahan. You know, you're on, you're on Christmas right, break. Right. You're eating like shit with your family and you, you're going to all these parties and family parties and they got fucking rice and all this bullshit. So Everything you're my, used I'm to. I'm eating my motherfucking ass off, drink, eating king. <laughs> you only get it once a year. Yeah, you get it so once a like, year. So you, I'm in there fucking shoving my face down, praying to God nobody sees me eating my, like, my sixth plate. And I used to go home. And I used to watch like four or five hours of YouTube of mindless shit. I mean, like literally sports compilations, funny videos, movie clips. And I'll never forget when I was about when I when I was about 20 and a half years old, there was this one day I put on a Netflix movie by myself and I had a test to study for and I had a photography project I was working on. Right. And it was about one thirty in the morning. And I put it on and I looked at the timestamp and it said two hours and 14 minutes. And I paused it and I was like, for the next two hours of my life, am I going to sit here and watch a movie that I've already watched and I know pretty much every word to? And that was a huge thing because I was kind of like, you know, it was kind of like shocking to myself. I'm like, bro, you've been doing this for like four or five years now. You know, you go on fucking And you YouTube, think about all the fucking time every you wasted. single time you went on YouTube for two hours and basically went until you can't even... Uh, I know that there's people watching this that have done the same thing because so many people do it. You go on fucking YouTube or TikTok now or Twitter until you fucking can't even hold your phone dude, up in front of your face. I was video game. Yeah, dude, like even I was, video I was games. Video you game. play I, until I, you I can't open your fucking eyes. I stopped completely, yo. Yeah, it, it was just... Since. Bro. Yeah, wait, me neither. Until my freshman year of college, when I started losing weight, I sold my Xbox and I haven't played a video game yeah, since. Dude, yeah. I got friends who be like, still with that, you know, it's yep. still that, oh man, I can't believe you. And it's like, dude, my mind's not I'm there on, no I'm more. I'm just kind of on another like, like it, It's not like a disrespect thing. It's like, dude, look, I'm just doing what I think I need to do. Like, if you, you know, if you can play video games all day and get everything you need to be done and feel happy with yourself, by all means, go fucking do right, it. Right. Yeah. That's especially not that's me. Rare. Clearly, that's, that's not rare. your own, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's somebody that's got it all figured out. Dude, I mean, I used to do shit like my wife would be at work and I'd be home with the kids all day. And I forget to change my kids' diapers and yeah. shit like, like that. Just little shit where and you know you have rash and you just be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I just stopped it completely. Cold yeah. turkey. Just Man, but, hey, also, if you're trying to fat loss... Going cold turkey, extremely the military fucking strict way that I did. Probably not the best way if you're somewhat of a normal person. Like, I straight up went from eating like shit every single day to eating like I was 
prepping like for Eric's competition. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's probably not the best that's, way to yeah, do it. I just, uh, I just had healthy. the, cr- I, I had a thought of death in my mind. My dad told me one time the epiphany in that in that Christmas break where I went home. I was I w- I used to go up to my room, and I would go back down and make like a sandwich at like eleven. Go back up, you know, watch YouTube for an hour. Go back down, make like a bowl of cereal, all all out of fucking boredom. Like I was not hungry. No, I just wanted something to fucking do. And eating was like comfort. It was like, oh well, something. This and that's another good. thing that plays a part in the video game. Just yeah, like, it's just, just like, like comfort. You know, like you just eat your mind. It's mindless. Like if I'm if you're sitting in front of a screen watching a fucking Netflix movie and you're eating a bowl of cereal, you don't fucking know whether you're eating cereal or not. You're just doing something. Mm-hmm. And like that was a huge fucking thing for me. It was starting. My dad. I went downstairs and my dad looked at me and he goes, "Son." You're gonna be three hundred and fucking fifty pounds if you don't stop doing this. And I was like, No, I'm not. Then I went back upstairs and I was like, Fuck, you know, like I, I probably will be. And like That's amazing. I'm really glad that now I can fucking talk about it and be completely open about it. Like, dude, I used to be a little baby bitch about it. Now, like all my friends know now, like I'll talk about anything and like every embarrassing experience. Like you probably know right, like right. when you were fat, like you didn't want to share anything oh, embarrassing because no, you already well, no. thought your whole yeah, body well, and because, life was embarrassing. Well, yeah, because you're fucking fat. So at the moment you don't want to showcase that, you know, but once it's like all off, you're like, yeah, hey, yeah, look what I used to look like. But, yeah, you dude. know, I mean, it's, I've, I've gotten fat and skinny so many times and ripped. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like I've just, you know, there's a difference. It's it, again, it's consistency and it's a lifestyle. And you know what's else? Like it's motivating. Like when you start working out this shit, is when other people see you and it's just like they want to do it now. Yeah. It's just like oh yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. It's a like, hell and of it goes feeling. back to the question you was asking us, like what made you want to help people? Like, it's just a hell of a feeling because you think you think to yourself like, damn, I must have did so much with my body and you or making them look something, and they. Right, getting they, triggered they off actually, of that, correct, you know what I'm saying? Like, correct. So, so y'all like, know how Eric doing that? Fuck, I could do that. So like, shit. you know, right. doing that, like, you know how hard you beat yourself up. Like, like you beat yourself up every day in the gym. You go in and you're looking at me like, fuck, dude. Like, I I need to be a little bit leaner. Like, I need my arms. And then someone comes up to me like, dude, you look what fucking the fuck jacked. are you doing? Yeah, dude, you're I like, was going home. Every you're like, day. dude, uh, hating myself. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And, and and they're just like, Cause, like, bitch, I almost shot myself last yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you're like, bro, I fucking hate the way I look. Oh, and they're like, dude, how do you look like you, that? Hey, usually like your 60, 50 percent is like somebody's hundred percent. Like, like they're, they're fucking looking at you like dude, you're a Greek exactly. statue. I remember going to the like, gas station. And the motherfucker be like, "Man, leave the fucking gym alone." <laughs> I'm like, "What? Stop you eating them dumb. Like, stop eating them I dumbbells in the sandwich." Yeah, bro. Yeah. Talking to my wife like, "Nigga, just told me to leave the gym alone." <laughs> like I was too small. God damn. <laughs> yeah, bro. I feel <laughs> deflated. Um, you got me and your chest. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. bro. Like, I went to Mardi Gras last weekend. I had some motherfucker I ain't seen in like a, probably about a year. He comes up, daps me up, slaps me on the chest. He goes, "God damn, son, what you been doing?" I'm like, bro, I'm, I feel fat as a motherfucker right now. But, you know, like in, in other people's eyes, and this goes back to another thing, like when you're so focused on what you're doing. Right. Everyone else, like like you said, that 50% that you are getting that you might be given if you have a shit week at the gym. Or, well, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because like, when, like when you, what the fuck? When, like, yes. you've gotten to like your best, but like it might have been 80. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, like, so like, you know, you might be like, understand. yeah, so maybe, maybe 50 might have been bad. Maybe like 65. 65. Yeah. Um, like 69. But yeah, dude, uh, I appreciate you. Like, dude, thank you for coming on. I know you've been, we've both been trying to make this happen. And uh, 
I forgot, like, you had told me, you were like, dude, yeah, I want to I talk about, like, my weight loss journey. And I was like, shit, dude, like, that's something we've never had on the show yet. So I'm glad you were, like, one of the first to come on and, like, represent for the new school and yeah, the old school, right? Because, sure. I mean, like, you are, like, the new generation of, like, bodybuilding and fitness. Like, at 22, I didn't have it figured out. I didn't do it by myself. When I did do it by myself, I didn't even look like how you look now, you know, right. so... And it's amazing to me, man. And just the mindset of a 22 year old at like yeah. at that age, yeah, just dude. doing that shit. Yeah, it's amazing, bro. Yeah. It's, Thank you. Like, Thank you. Uh, and still, like, even though y'all are saying that, you know, like, still now, I'll I'll think I'm behind. Oh yeah, yeah you, you know, you, you probably want to go to the gym right now. You like, I fuck, I, fucking I just miss. I just and, told him I wanted to go to the gym. <laughs> and it's a it's a fucking motivation. Like looking at yeah, you, yeah, like, bro. bitch, I won't stay 22. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, like you know, like you said, like I mean, again, this podcast was like created to like help others, and like hopefully right. people get something out of it. I fucking know I did, Ray. I know you uh, did, I, I Alyssa, did. Tyler. I mean. Yeah. Everybody in this room is like struggle with something. So yes. um, I feel like you have definitely delivered. Right. Your, and, your I, end and, of the I, and I feel like That's fitness exactly. fitness is the start, not just it's. Right. It's a lifestyle, but it right. helps you with everything else. Well, like, if the, you can stay motivated to fitness, you can. If I'm going to say one last thing is that I, even at fucking 21 years old, I've been through a lot of shit in my life and you know like i've never necessarily asked anyone for like i, I guess you could say like help really mm -hmm. and, and that the one thing that i've always learned is that if you are confident in i guess you i, I want to say your own skin but like right. your you know your body your health the way that you're living every single other fucking thing falls in line it's it doesn't even make sense but like when you're so it confident makes, in yourself, like your, your your financials somehow fall in line, yep. your relationships fall in line, school goes school well. School goes well. You know, like you're you're kind of doing new things that you wouldn't think you would do. And like for it's, people, like if you're just starting out like a fat loss journey, just know you're not just you you're not just going it's to lose fat. It's all it is a complete all. life quality change in your entire life that you will not know. And like I can't even explain it to you. It just kind of happens and it's little moments and like you kind of got to be alive in the moment to kind of pick it up but right. there's little bitty things where you know like when i felt my best things were going their best yes and it's weird because like when you you know when you feel shit about yourself right. and you you push people away out of your own like insecurities right that's when shit starts going south yes well you're giving yourself like you're giving 100 percent to everything because you're like fuck i feel good i'm, I'm right. gonna make sure i do well at like, my job i'm gonna make sure i take care yes. of my girlfriend i'm make sure i exactly you know, and it goes back to all those I other do, things you know? too yeah. like oh i'm not sucking in i'm not yeah, doing dude. this i'm comfortable it's just yeah. like i can put this fucking shirt on and not you know what i'm saying and correct. It's, it's just it's a whole correct, aura correct, like, correct. like dude when i took my shirt off for the summer man oh, yeah. i was like man i'm a tan little Shredded up, motherfucker. Oh, fuck for myself. The first, yeah, like I was looking in the mirror. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, for like bro. the first what time, for the first yeah, time in my life. So now I'm walking around the pool with all these motherfuckers who've been jacked their whole life, and I'm like, bro, y'all don't even know what the fuck I've know. been through. So I'm about to stick my chest out and be happier than a motherfucker. Right. Yep. So yeah, y'all go drink shows, tonight. Bro. I'm gonna go do a hundred push-ups. And it yeah, shows <laughs> while drinking that beer. Cause yeah. While drinking yeah, that beer. Because I know, like, because you know, you you've learned the balance of your body. Yeah. With uh. 
how can people reach you? Like, if they want to follow you, like, ask you questions on, like, what? Oh, so it? I'm definitely responsive on my Instagram. Uh, it's yes, Mikey Ricks uh, underscore. I don't know if we can tag it on here. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we it's will. It's M I K E Y for those yes, of you know, yes. Mickey. Over well, here. Chris will uh, edit that perfectly. Yeah, so uh, my Instagram is, I always answer, like, DMs and stuff. You know, if you got, whether it be fitness questions, literally life questions, or even advice to me, like, I'm still fucking 21. So if you got something to throw on me, I'd be more than happy. Um, and, you, and you mess with the the video and the yeah. So also I do videography and photography for like events and life events and celebrations and weddings and all that type of stuff. So go check out my page. You know, if you like a lot of the creative stuff that I like to do is for myself. And right. that was another thing. Uh, that it's, came. A, it's a dope page. Yeah, thank you. And it was a lot of like confidence that came with myself. Like once I felt more confident, I felt more confident in posting what I like to post rather than like posting, posting what, I what you think what people mm -hmm. would like. I started posting shit because I was like, fuck y'all. Like, dude, I'm going to look back on my Instagram. And that's, and that's like, why I told you hit sin. Yeah. Hit always, sin, man. Always hit sin. Just hit sin and I say, like fuck always, it. Man. Let it go out there. I like that. Because yeah. if you think about it, you ain't going to post it. Big so time. fuck everybody. Hey, hey. And Ray let's, always let's tells me that shit. Just hit sin. Hey, just hit sin that's man. probably one of my favorite quotes now. I love yeah, that. Bro. Just hit He's sin, got some so. good ones. I want to say huge thank you to Eric and Rayshawn for having me on here. Uh, they have an incredible coming. thing going on. Eric has a thank huge you. thing coming up. Uh, Y'all should definitely stay tuned. I know I'm going to send this to as many people as I can. This guy's awesome. So is this guy. His whole team that he has in here that y'all can't see are also awesome. It's a lot the of back room's work. badass. There's a lot of back work going on. I know personally because I fuck with cameras all the time. So I know how much shit goes into this. He was this. helping us. And uh, yeah, just y'all stay tuned for Eric, dude. I hope this thing blows up. I know I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure it blows hopefully, up. Hopefully, bro. Hopefully. I, I mean, know. hopefully like your story can uh, help other people, man, because I, I've... It's funny talking to you because I was like, oh, fuck, he was me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I still yeah, feel like I'm that guy sometimes because, I mean, I am. I mean, we're all still, like, we're all on this, like, same journey together. Just chasing. Like, Just chasing. Mm -hmm. Whether constantly. you fucking can't gain weight or you fucking can't lose weight, everybody has a struggle, bro. So thank Always. you for coming on here. Just completely sharing it. Um, I know it's going to help somebody else because I, I hope so. And today, it, it helped, helped us, so. man. Appreciate you, bro. It helps sure. us. Awesome. Thank you. And appreciate I, you, big dog. You, I appreciate you. You got it, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate y'all listening in. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. I hope you got something out of it. I know I did. And uh, see y'all next time. Thank you.